Welcome, everybody, to episode 90. Oh, my God. Of the Shop On. It's so many episodes, Mark. 90. 90. Like, if this podcast was a person and each episode was a year of their life, they'd be pretty much dead by now. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Holy crazy. I'm Mark. I'm Alex. And this is The, the Shop Pod. So you you said with with a zero because if you want to search for the shot pod you have to search shot with a zero and we come yeah. up. But when I I went to slurp my my drink like in that in the on the snare and I started choking. <laughs> I didn't yeah. love it. And I was trying not to laugh, so I was like caught on on camera. For those who are watching on YouTube, because the first half hour of every episode is up on YouTube. Yes. Then uh, yeah, you'll be able to see me choking and dying. Welcome to episode ninety. Ninety. We have. So much to talk about. A lot. Let, just a, a lot. brief cover. I mean, this has been a crazy week with Donald Trump and everything going on with him. So we're going to talk about all the things happening with Donnie. We're going to talk about um, uh, uh, some Oliver Anthony stuff. Yep, that's that's big too. Um, uh, Maui fire stuff. The Maui stuff. And we got it. We're going to get it. I'm going to be honest with you. This is going to be. Because we've talked a lot this week about we're going to get into some conspiracies. We're going to get into some, like because when we're talking about conspiracies coming true, like it. For me and Mark to talk about a conspiracy, like I think the vaccine's bad. It's like, yeah, now what? What else is new? We want it. We're gonna get into some real deep stuff. We're gonna get into like maybe some theories that you might not have thought about about where these th where these fires are coming some from. Real deep dish stuff. And we're gonna talk about the fires happening in Canada and in all these other places in the world and how they're now using oh, it yeah. to push things. Like we're gonna get into what's going on in Canada. We're gonna talk about Canadian Parliament because yeah. it's been big, big, big things happening there. Uh, Pierre talked a lot. Justin talking a lot. A lot of lot of um, S H I T talking back and forth. Sugar honey iced tea. Yep. Um. So we'll talk about that. Um. It's episode ninety. So we're definitely gonna have a segment of the show where we talk about the year nineteen ninety, as we like to do. It's uh, talk about um, what was cool that year. Uh, you know, do a little little. Hey man, remember when? And we'll talk about what we were doing in our personal lives then, and kind of just take you back. It'll be fun to remember a time before all the craziness. But first. We're gonna talk about we're we're gonna get a, a small little depressing segment out oh, of the way. Oh, we gotta be so, sad. So, yeah, we gotta be sad, and then we'll move on to the happy stuff. I'll be honest. So there were a lot of deaths that yeah. happened. I was recently. gonna say this. I'm, I'll be honest. It's been a rough for the deaths lately. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, him too. So celebrity deaths. We have Bob Barker who passed away at the age of 99. If I have to hear the joke about closest to the dollar without going over i swear to god like do you think he finds it funny or do you think his family's like it's not funny guys yeah it's know. too soon but good one it's too soon all right and then uh he I, was, but honestly i thought he passed away like 10 years ago like, I, yeah <laughs> i remember I saying kinda, like, i remember when bob barker passed they're like what he passed yeah no, what i kind of feel the same yeah. way yeah yeah. Then uh, there was a WWE wrestler, oh, uh, yeah. Bray Wyatt, who passed away at the age of 36 from a heart attack. That one hit me because whenever I saw a picture of him, it said 87 to 2023. Yeah. And that's my year. Yeah. So it was like, oh, this is just like if I Photoshop my head in, it could be mine. Yeah. No, nah, but it's weird when you see someone pass away at an age, at a young age, and it's the same year, it's your age. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if someone was like 1980, what are you, 82? Yeah. Yeah, 82 to, to 2023. It just hits you different when it's yeah. your year. Yeah. 
Uh, then there was a uh, classic WWF wrestler, Terry Funk. Oh, he, huge. He passed away at the age of 79. All the big and guys then, were giving him a tribute. And then Arlene Sorkin passed away at the age of 67, the original voice of Harley Quinn. Yes. I that, loved her voice. Uh, she was massively, a massive part of that character. He, I love it. People come close to imitating it, but, I mean, you can't beat the real thing. No, she, no. She passed away from complications of lung cancer. Uh, and oh. I th- she, I think we got to give her more more credit than she gets for the Harley character because not a lot of people know that the Harley Quinn character was invented and created by the animated series. It wasn't a comic character that they brought to the to the show. It was one of several characters they made. And I think that the team that came up with her personality and the girl that did her voice herself, I just think that like they invented a uh, you know a, a character. Think, I want you to just picture this. It's the early 90s. This movie came out that's just blowing up, you know, with Keaton and Burton. You know, think of the pressure. You know, the Penguin is a great villain. The Joker, the Riddler. Like, these villains are, are, are written in stone as some of the greatest iconic villains. And now you've been tasked with maybe making a few of your own. Can you come up with, you know, a couple villains that didn't go in the Batman movies? They're like, oh, I guess we'll try. And they come up with Harley. They come up with, I believe, the Man Bat. Was their invention uh, Clayface? Might have been uh, an animated series invention. Clayface. No, we talked about that. No, though. not no. What? Uh, but there is some. There's definitely a hefty list of them. Uh, Mad Hatter was an invention of the. No, 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 no. What was other than Harley? What was? Um, I definitely was right with Harley. Harley's made by the show. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll look it up. But either way, I just think it'd be really difficult in that era to be like introduce a character and attach him to the Joker. So. They created. Oh wait, no, never mind. It's it's a list of every Batman. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, just Harley Quinn, Go- Gotham City police detective Renee Montoya. Okay, was uh from the show. Uh, brainwashed comedian turned supervillain Condiment King and Ninja Kyo Kyodai Ken are original creations who became characters in the comics after the after show. the show. So I just I think that's a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? To make characters and then the, and the, they're so good that the DC is like, yeah, I'm going to bring these in on the comics and now they're in the movies and there's different iterations of Harley. You've got the Margot Robbie one and you've got, you know, the newer one. Yeah. I just like what a what an icon. A big part of my childhood. I just wanted to definitely say that that hit that one hit me. Before the animated series, Mr. Freeze was just a guy who liked to freeze stuff. Then the animated series came out, and Nora Freeze. They gave him a backstory with yes. the wife and everything. Yes. Very cool. And, of course, we wouldn't have Arnold's uh, backstory in, in that movie. Yeah. Uh, the Grey Ghost. I don't know if, if you remember Oh, that he was very cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I liked him. I liked him. Uh, Phantasm. Oh, Phantasm was an amazing movie. That was yeah. huge, huge deals. But, yeah, she was great. Great voice actress. And not hard to look at. I see lots of pictures of her <laughs> online. Oh, she's a very beautiful woman. Um. You know, when she was young, young, she was really beautiful. She was in when she was in her forties, and she had her short hair. She was beautiful. Hard act. I, that was one of my favorite animated. Ep- that was episodes. that AI. And as soon yeah. as you start talking about AI, he reminded me of Brainiac. He was like um, Batman's Brainiac. Red Claw, Catwoman's villain. Don't recall a lot about her. I she I remember that that two part. It was a two parter with Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny because Batman just made like a cameo. It was mostly about Selena, her. Those two parts. Very cool. The animated. I need to go back and and rewatch that. Um. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of deaths. And I'm gonna be real watching Ahsoka and seeing Ray Stevenson on screen and knowing he's passed, yeah. he's amazing in this show. Like I was He's intimidating. Well he's no he he's, seems like super like his shoulders. It's the shoulders, bro. <laughs> it's like they and then they give him a cloak with some pads and he just looks like a god. He looks like hut, a guy. Hut, hut, yeah. Hut, hut. God of war. <laughs> looks like like and I love that he comes in and he's like, We are no Jedi. You know, like his voice. 
he's cool, and his. I mean, we'll get. To, we'll talk about Ahsoka. That's yeah. that's later. But like, I'm. It's just weird to see him, and now I'm seeing, of course, pictures of Rosario Dawson who plays Ahsoka and Natasha Laborzio who's playing um, Sabine, and it's like selfies of them with Ray you know, on set when they were making it. And it's like, man, I hope they killed his character in this season because I'm going to really miss. He's great in the show. Like, I'm yeah. really interested in what, where they go with him. But anyways, yeah. Just so that would make me a little bit depressed too. Um, the Bob Barker thing, like, I'm with you on that. I didn't really. It was like, yeah. what did he, he's been, he hasn't done much in a while. I mean, may, maybe it's that Dane Cook joke where he talks about, oh, he died in like 76. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been around true. on strings. But uh, we're going to talk about uh, some of the hit stuff from the 90s. We're, we're going to push this first because I've also got a lot of notes uh, to get into as well. And it's a really friendly way to keep the first half hour of the show yeah. clean and happy so there's no F-bombs. Yes. So uh, 1990. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I wore that tape out. <laughs> Massive. To say yeah. to say it was a, a big influence is an understatement. So I'm pretty young at this point, and I'm not gonna lie. The Ninja Turtles. Even Tur the song was amazing. T U R T L E power. T U R T L E power. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I remember this. And I mean. You know, now that I think about it, the Sonic franchise is known for being like the music franchise. The franchise with like the best news, but the Ninja Turtle franchise had that Vanilla Ice song. They had that. They had the theme song to the yeah. '80s show. So you, to put in perspective, the Ninja Turtles were huge in the '80s, the late '80s, with this television show. So then they they made this, and what made this movie such a big deal was Jim Henson. It was the Jim was in on it, and he made the. Um, it was the last movie he did. Before yeah. he passed away, they um, which is kind of the first one that came out in 1990. Um, how big of a deal was it for you? Because it changed my oh, life. It was, it was it, yeah, it changed my like. I, I was a turtle freak as a kid. I was. I had a. I wish I could. Be, uh, I have a picture of me at that that year with one of the banners from Toys R Us, and I did a Ninja Turtle. I had a turtle birthday. I used to uh, collect the cards uh, based off the movie that came with that stick of gum that tasted like chalk, <laughs> super powdery. I I um. Can I share a quick little personal story? Sure. This was an interesting year. For me, because my um, my mom was a uh, my mom was pretty strong. She was a tough girl, and this year was the year that she was like, "I'm gonna kind of do this on my own." Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? And I remember wanting the Ninja Turtle action figures, right? Yeah. And we were we were on Oda, we were on welfare, and we were like, uh, my mom was, you know, in order to feed me and do everything, she was babysitting for cash. She was working at a convenience store one day a week for like cash on the side to cover for a girl, and then she was on on welfare. Yeah. Because there was no daddy money at that time. We were still yeah. fighting to get that. So it was interesting time because we would get once a month. It was a once a month thing. We would get on the Oshawa Transit. We'd spend our money. We'd get on the bus. We'd go to the Oshawa Center. And we would get one a month. It took four months to get all of them. And I mean, getting Shredder or getting anything else was like, that just like out of the realm of possibility just to have the four of them. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, man. I see kids these days like breaking their toys or some or or stuff. Like people just people consume so much and kids consume so much. Like I remember these what these toys meant to me. I yeah. remember like a kid grabbing one of those turtles and being like, "Let me!" and and me beating the living crap <laughs> out of this kid, being like, "Do you know how long I waited?" And then I got on the bus and I saved up my three dollars a week allowance because they're only like eleven bucks. These yeah. friggin' things, right? But it was a big deal in for me that 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 yeah. at that time we didn't have the money. We were 
Mike, we get three bags of milk, and we were like, okay, we got to make this last till Sunday. You know what I mean? It was a different time. And, but back then, you just for people like, outside of the area, I know Ontario, we get the bags of milk. And oh it's yeah, so weird. For those who don't for know, some. we get milk in bags here in Canada, <laughs> and we get specifically in Ontario when you head out uh, oh, west. Yeah, there, yeah, it's different. They they, they just have the uh, jugs. They're normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it was a big deal for me to get those, and the Ninja Turtles took absolutely took over the entire world. Yeah. They were on the radio. They were on TV everywhere. The movie. Um, I, it made a lot of money. I know it definitely did a big down. They made not enough money for them to do a second one. Yeah. Uh, and it was a really c- unique movie, I think. <clears throat> do you think it holds up? Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. It, it, but how many do? Because, I mean, even uh, we were talking about Terminator and stuff, and I, I, I watched some movies from this. This is an era where there's, there's the men and there's the boys, okay? And the men are the movies that, that, that like, um, I think Ninja Turtles is one of them. Um, but then I go back to that time and I'll watch, uh, like Bill and Ted and I'm not, you know what I mean? I, I, it looks dated and old and the camera angles look bad and the dialogue and everything just seems so, so dated to me. But back then it was, it was mind blowing. Batman's another one. 89 Batman, although we talked about it in the last episode, it was such a big one that it holds up, but not all of them do. Not everything from around that time does, you know, I think, um. What else? What other movies? Well, I, I mean, to in in terms of things holding up, uh, the Ninja Turtles movie it didn't have like cheesy lines. It was well written. But then, how are you talking about cheesy lines? Were what made it so good? No, no. What's no. what's that uh, wise man once said? Oh, but that uh, the the come on the pizza. Yeah, wise, wise man, man once, once said, said never. Uh, what was it? Never. It's like a prolific thing, and then he's but like, about, yeah. and don't pay for late pizza. Yeah, yeah something like that. You know, I don't, can't remember but, what it is. But, I mean, that's not as lame as, like, c- convincing a cyborg to say hasta la vista, baby. Oh, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. I, I agree. Um, but for with, with, with what's it called? With, um, with Terminator, it was more the story. It was that dystopia future. No one had done that really like that well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in the scenes in the future were, were really cool. So I think that's what made that, separated that. Ninja Turtles, I think the, it was also one of the first movies ever, I think, at that point. Because previously, things that had been on that level for production would have been, um, uh, help me with, uh, uh, The NeverEnding Story would have yeah. been on that level, you know, Edward Scissorhands, things like that. But this was, adults enjoyed it too. I remember my parents or my, you know, my mom seeing this movie and being laughing and going Haha, and liking April, knowing that actress. You know what I mean? And 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 thinking, what's his name? Mask guy. Uh, help me out here. I'm mind farting. Um, Casey Jones. Casey was cute. You know, going, oh, Casey's cute. I like it. Like, oops. My parents. Yeah, my parents dug that as well. And you remember the the scene when they go out to the farm and they're all sad because they got their butts beat. Yeah, bro. That scene in Avengers where they all go out to the to Hawkeye's farm and they're all chopping wood and depressed because they got their butts beat. I was like, "This is the Ninja Turtles scene. They're just <laughs> ripping this off. This is what are they gonna do? Are th- is uh, Captain America and Iron Man gonna go get a car started together? You know what I mean? Like, are they just like just take? I thought they ripped them off so bad in that scene. I really did. I didn't like that. There, I mean, there's still certain ways that things are said. That, that I still quote to this day. So when uh, I was showing you Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. I actually said, Homoto Yoshi. Yeah. That's what Splinter. That's how Splinter says it. Reveals Shredder's identity. Kawabunga. Homoto <laughs> Yoshi. At the end, man, that was so good. Yeah. And I mean, even the story with the Ninja Turtles, you know, was was cool. Like they, they gave it, 
I mean, the secret of the U's got a little deeper, but that's the story was cool because one of the things as a kid I've talked about this before is that I like darkness. Like it was as a kid, I didn't want Barney. I didn't want the uh, Dora wasn't a thing, but you know that type of Dora, Blues Clues, Barney. Like even as a three year old kid, I wanted some some. Um, depth to my st- I did I want yeah. as a three-year-old which is weird when you think about it but like I remember watching you know Sonic Sat AM and watching the Batman animated series and the, because they were dark and a little bit not kitty like other things that were on there like even Animaniacs or Tiny Toon Adventures or that kind of stuff like I watched those shows but I waited for the ones that had story and I think that's what the Ninja Turtles did too because the bad guy dies in the end Spoiler if you haven't seen the show, guys. <laughs> but Shredder, not how many movies the bad guy gets mur- like flat out murdered in the end. Like They let that stick go. Oh, he falls. Very cool. Very, very cool. And then watching him torture Splinter. Like, that's a kid's movie. And he's yeah. got his blade right up on his little hairy chin. Like yeah. As a kid, that terrified me. I could picture the blade, Shredder's blade, cutting through those little rat neck. And I was like, as a kid, I was like, ah! You know, like it really gave me a a scare. Like that yeah. scene where he's going, to, he's talking to Shredder, and he's like, you know, basically telling him, "I'm a rat that that mutated." Like, you know what I mean? I, I've been watching you, kind of thing. And they have their whole backstory unfold. As a as a four year old kid watching Ninja Turtles, like I was like, "Bro, this is what I want in my inner. This is what I want from now on. This is the bar has been set." Yeah. And that's got TMNT, Jim Henson, and and New Line Cinema, like changed the world with that. Glad we could have that talk. Yeah, that that movie changed me. The uh, so off of the ex- the success of Batman in 1989, you had so many other people diving into the comic book movie genre. So obviously Ninja Turtles. Then you had Dark Man with Liam Neeson. Oh yeah. You had Dick Tracy with Warren Beatty, and that was huge. I was a huge. I don't know what it was. The the misshapen prosthetics of all the villains. I I don't know. I I just found the idea really neat uh i loved all the toys some some movies you just connect with you know what i mean on a, in a weird way that you know you can't really explain it and there was and then, a lot of that in this era and, and burton moving on from batman then moved on to edward scissorhands which was 1990 am i yeah. right okay so we've got is johnny depp a superstar yet not a superstar but he had a couple under his belt didn't he oh yeah yeah so he had uh, the crybaby franchise as well as nightmare on elm street okay okay so he'd had a f- but this was cool because I, it was just, it was different. It was just, a, it was so it, different. It, it's the beginning of Burton and Depp. I, is it the first one? Yeah, I believe so. I believe, if not, and definitely one of the very early ones. And we got to give a little... How do you think that went? Like, Burton was just like, God, that man's gorgeous. <laughs> I think Burton and Depp have a special homosexual relationship that they just don't talk to anybody else about, and that's perfectly <laughs> fine. I hope I encourage it, and I hope that it stays as healthy as it's been because they make great movies together. Yeah. Um, I... That movie for me was cool too, just because. What that was another one. That was another movie that, as a child, I remember seeing all these like behind the scenes of how it was made and the miniatures, like he did with Batman, and like Burton was really, really one of the first directors, at least in my generation. I don't know, maybe you can because you were a little bit older and more aware back then. Maybe you can say different. He was one of the first directors to let people in on the set while he was making the movies and film behind the scenes. So he, when when the movies would drop, then you would see like when would it be on? Like behind the music was on like VH1. They'd have like these behind the movies. They'd have these you know little spits, or maybe it would be on the news. They'd be like the new Batman, or in this case, they'd be like. 
Um, you know, Edward Scissorhands, the newest Tim Burton movie, has blowing theaters away. Here's a clip of them, you know, behind the scenes. And it would be like a 10-minute thing of him interviewing people and talking about how they built the sets. You know, nowadays we take it for granted because that's everywhere. You can get it on YouTube. You can yeah. basically search anything. But back then, this behind-the-scenes interviews that got into, like, really into like how many hours it took to get the costume on and how they made the roads and you know all that kind of stuff you didn't have that and Burton was doing it and I, I will admit I was a bit young for that movie to hit me but I know it did later it did a few years later when I got to see it on VHS yeah. <laughs> so uh we're gonna just go over uh, a few of the biggest releases so Total Recall was huge Matt. that that has Arnie's best line I don't care who you are when he's on the red planet going I, 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 I. that's the best line Ever. I, I his don't eyes know. are popping out of his head. Yeah, that's... Get to the chopper is pretty fucking <laughs> infinite. Uh, Robocop 2. Beautiful. All I the like Robocops are great. Yeah. All the, all, so many great movies, man. Uh, Predator 2 was cool because, uh, now, because now it's in the city rather than the... Yeah, I, I, and I, I liked Predator 2. It's kind of underrated. It's one of those, like, people forget about it, but it's good. Predator's got a bunch of... Like, I'll be real. Name me a bad Predator movie. Alien versus Predator doesn't count. I said it. I said it! <laughs> Predator on its own, separate, no other franchise, nobody else is involved, just Predator, Predator 2, Predators, Prey, whatever other ones I forgot about. They're, I, They're all good. I, yeah, I, I did enjoy them all. In their own yeah. way. Yeah. They're all good. That Adrian Brody one was really good, too. Yeah. I like that one a lot, actually. Uh, he, he just straight up copied Arnold. He covered himself in mud, laid against a tree, and like, what are you waiting for? I'm right here. They did do <laughs> a very good tribute there. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll give them that. But anyway, so that's um, another amazing franchise that had an, an uh, installment. Yeah, Stephen King's Misery came out then, too. That, okay. That's the one where uh, with Kathy Bates where she uh, takes a sledgehammer to the guy, oh, to the author's legs. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good stuff. That's yeah. good stuff. Uh, Tremors, one of my favorite movies. You got Kevin Bacon. So in this is when we start giant. getting into the fact that Mark was like, 10 or an eight or nine and i was not i, I so i only know the kitty so yeah keep telling I, well, I do know george bush uh george bush senior was was president at this time that's about the only thing i, I didn't know. give a damn about nascar racing but i did enjoy dates of thunder with tom cruise that came out Day, oh yeah and tom cruise was another one that was uh he just, he'd done top gun a couple years before right yeah. so he was on the rise yeah. he was starting to do some good stuff yeah um die hard too Oh, the best one. No, 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 no. That's the airport one, right? Uh, Die Hard 2 is the airport one. Yeah, it is. The first one's Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. second one's the airport. And the third one's with Samuel in New yeah, York yeah. When, when the guy's brother shows up. Okay, so the second one, I would argue, is the weakest <laughs> of the three originals. Yeah. Compared to this list today, it's amazing. But it had him say, yippee ki you know. Yeah. But he said it better in that one because he didn't realize it was going to... He thought it was a throwaway line in the, in the first movie, but when it blew up and became an Arnold Schwarzenegger-level line, he was like, all right, and that second one, they got it right. They got it right. <laughs> Child's Play 2, although legendary, was not as good as the first, but it was really good. I really had a crush on Kylie, who, uh, who uh, or Kyle, uh, who ended up appearing in 90210 later. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, then we had the arachnophobia okay classic huge, horror huge. yep they're currently remaking that and i can't wait to terrify i will not be that. there i can't even stand that scene in harry potter <laughs> where those friggin' spiders come or what else what else yeah i can't do bugs i can't do the bug thing man it gets me i'll watch that girl get thrown in the needle pit in saw all day before i will watch 
a girl get thrown in a pit of bugs. Yeah. I swear, man. Uh, Home Alone. Like the biggest, original? Yeah. Oh! Biggest Christmas movie. That was huge for me. That I guess it came out around Christmas, eh? Yeah. That was a massive one for me just because I kind of looked like that kid, <laughs> right? And I was a, a poop disturber. I was a yeah. bad kid. So, like, yeah, I watched that movie a lot. I remember getting my you know, crazy carpets. Remember crazy carpets? Yeah. They still, they're still a thing. Yeah. I remember getting my crazy carpet when that movie was on, and I go to the top of the staircase and grab some stuffed animals, and we go, yay! And then we would go down. It was like... Like they did in the and, and I hurt myself and yeah. broke parts of the door and the dog would chase me down the stairs like oh my god he's gonna die and my, my my mom would come out and go are you doing are you doing the friggin' do you doing the Home Alone thing again and she gets so mad man it was funny but that movie yeah I love that movie every kid that watched that movie was like I could do that they pictured themselves in that moment. Uh, and then Problem Child. Problem Child. Oh, my mother used to compare me to that kid all the time. Dude, this was a big year. This was a big year. She'd call me the Problem Child all the time after we watched that. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I, 1990. That came out. Okay. So I was th I turned three that summer. And, yeah, what a – oh, my goodness. What a time. Did you, I got a quick question for you. Did you do preschool or any of that BS? Because you're an 80s baby like me. So did you go to preschool or any of that? Or did you go to yeah. kindergarten? I went to preschool. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I did not do any of these things. And I, th <laughs> and, I, and I think it honestly affected me because my mom was babysitting. So I kind of stayed home until, like, I was five. And then I went to school. And I was – like, I obviously played with the kids on my neighborhood. But I'd yeah. never – gone out actively and seen kids outside of that so it was real culture shock and i fought with everyone didn't like i immediately was very <laughs> recluse and didn't like anybody i think if i'd been in daycare and preschool though or whatever it's called then i might have been more apt to be like society doesn't need to burn like i was thinking this at five not cool anyways what else happened in 1990 uh, so now we're gonna go through some of the top music Number one here, we got Step by Step by New Kids on the Block. Nah, I don't know anything about that song. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares oh, to You. Oh, okay. So that's another song that might not exist. I might not... Um, I might not be here if, if, if it wasn't around, man. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good song. Uh, we have Rest in peace, Senator O'Connor. Yeah, Vanilla Ice, 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 Baby. Yeah. I, I love that song. I'll try not to curse. <laughs> poop on that song. Go ahead, poop on uh, it. Go ahead, try. Go ahead and try. Yeah. Go ahead and try. You can't because my TJ revolves. <laughs> you can't. You can't do it. Uh, you can't touch this, MC Hammer. Woo! Or as, um, uh, what's her name? You know the girl who played a Psylocke in X-Men? The Asian-American actress that I can't think of the name of right now. Olivia, I can't think of her last name. Okay, sure. Olivia, whatever. Uh, she used to be on a, a show G on uh, G4, and uh, it was, she was like, oh, we have a special guest host coming uh, tomorrow. It'll be Mick Hammer, and, and her co-host just laughed. <laughs> and, and she's like, why are you laughing? What's wrong? What's wrong with Mick Hammer? You, you, Mick called, <laughs> you called MC Hammer Mick Hammer. She's like. Uh. See, this is when it. This is when like white people were still horribly ignorant to black culture. <laughs> We've become a lot better at stealing black culture and hiding it now. But back then, we were bad at it. Yeah. We were like yeah. really bad at it. Yeah. You see white people walking the street going, "Oh, that is so gnarly," and you just see black people being like, oh, "I said that in the seventies. Can't say that <laughs> no more." Uh, we had "Hold On" by Wilson Phillips. <laughs> If you hold on. Get those harmonies going, bro. Come on, do it with me. Ink's will go away. Uh, Poison by Belle Biv DeVoe. 
I thought you meant the band Poison. I was like, aren't they? They weren't relevant still. They were on their way out, weren't they? This was Poison, Poison, Poison. I mean, he was in Fresh Prince. He he would dance to it. I can. I got to admit something. I did a video shoot in Fresh. I got to admit something. Don't tell me you didn't watch Fresh. No, I just didn't think it was that great and didn't watch it that often. (laughs) I like the. Now I'm not gonna. I can't say it's not good. It's kind of like you know with me and the Foo Fighters. Like I don't. Th- I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm just saying like when it was on, I usually just went to the next channel. And the reasoning was there was a lot of family talks and you know what I mean. Like it, it got emotional. And like my life was effed up enough. I was like, I don't need to see family drama on TV. I live it every day. So I was like, nope, I don't need to hear about Uncle Phil and how sad he is about his dad. I was sad enough about mine. <laughs> so, yes, it was a very next for me. But that's and just my own personal. CNC thing. Music Factory. Everybody dance now. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, I got a little excited there. Yeah, yeah. We got sued for that, by the way. <laughs> we just paid, ShotPod just paid $5,000. Oh, this was the year of Thunderstruck, ACDC. Oh, okay. You know what? That's got to be one of the, you know, uh, I'm not, uh, do I like ACDC? No. But I will <laughs> F with that song. Like I do, I got to say that that's got to be one of those songs where someone's like, you know, if I'm playing a set of songs and, and, and I'm trying to make people happy and I'm like, can I play an ACDC song that might, won't make me want to hang myself? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the one. Uh, it Must Have Been Love by Roxette. Classic. Uh, Amazing. M- Madonna, Vogue, Strike a Pose, Vogue, Vogue. I don't care what anybody says, man. Madonna was the like so good back in the day, and and she was hot off of so many great records, and that was just like the next great record. She was staying. I think "Express Yourself" was on that album too, if I'm not correct. Yeah, "Express Yourself" was on that album, yeah. second single. Uh, yeah, I know my Madonna. I don't give a so. F. There was a Michael Bolton song. How am I supposed to live without you? Now every time. I, I say the name of that song. I think of that late night commercial from that compilation or where no, you, we're where, thinking different where you just have that narrator. You can have the nineties best hits as like you're waking up like <gasps> with the blue screen yeah. and it was like and scrolling. in the background all your How am I supposed to live? And you're like, What the what? Yeah. Order now, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, Black Velvet, Atlanta Miles. That was also huge. Yeah, I was dating a girl that would used to come out and play that at karaoke, and I gotta say, um, that song on the drums is a lot of fun. That kick drum. <laughs> like it, it. I'm sorry. You don't have to like crappy pop music to be as a drummer when someone's like can we play you're like yes we can <laughs> because that's a fun song man uh i mean <laughs> the power by snap i got the power the dance was really big it was starting now. to get there yeah i think it was the beginning of like because it wasn't it wasn't that um i could be wrong but uh, uh, Marky Mark's whole feel it, feel it. That was nineteen. Was it yeah, that was that was it's the uh, same year. Yeah, I, th- I think so. That was if it wasn't, it was the next year. Yeah, feel the vibrations, Mark. Can you feel them? Can you feel it? Feel it. <laughs> you know, like, and man, he looked good. You know what I mean? He was the Jason Momoa of his day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I what I saw the other uh, a couple uh, on my phone i hate saying reels or tiktok because i don't want to support any of this garbage but like i saw this <laughs> this video and it was uh what's uh, what's that cute little girl from the good place the little blonde girl Kristen bell Kristen bell was on the couch and we all know Kristen bell's married to Dak shepherd who's a very good looking guy who's tall and beautiful and makes good money you know what i mean like she's getting 
Oh, is the camera off now? Good. Yep. She's getting dick down proper, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Dax is a nice looking guy. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a beautiful man. You know Dax? Yeah. Would you would you let Dax grab hold of that hair a little bit? See? When, uh, now here's what blew my mind. Kristen Bell is on this couch with Jason Momoa with with um some late night guy. And she says something like, I really like Jason's movies, blah, blah, blah. And he puts his hand on her shoulder like, oh, thanks, Kristen. I really like your stuff, too. You're really funny. And she gets, like, instantly wet. Yeah. Like, you could tell. She just goes, he just touched me. And I'm thinking, bro, you're, you're married to Dax. You're married to a superstar. The guy's a fire. Like, when he pumps up for a movie, he's just as good looking, if not better, as Jason. But still, Jason has that power to touch a woman. And they're just like, ah. <laughs> Even if they're a celebrity married to Dax Shepard. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like Mark was that back in the day. Back in that 1990, Marky yeah. Mark was that guy. He could walk, he, he was unstoppable. Men wanted to be him, and women wanted to F him, and that was the beginning, middle, and end of it. <laughs> I loved it, and he had good tunes. I don't give a shit. He's a great actor. He had good songs. He's got good burgers. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I like Marky. I like it. But anyways, the 90s were had dope. A good moral political stance. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and and I, I don't know. The other, I just... I think that 1990, just picturing it, even as a kid, you felt like the world was just there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You felt like the world was about to open up. You know what I mean? You really did. Something that people these days who are listening to the show right now in the year 2023, or whatever year you're listening to it in, you know what I mean? You might not understand what me and Mark mean. Maybe you're you know, our age and you forgot, or maybe you're younger and you never got it, or maybe you're older and you forgot. <laughs> but like... There was a vibe in Canada, in this region. There was, I don't know about you, but uh, you, you were in this area. You lived in this area in yeah. 1990. Like, there were houses being built everywhere. And it wasn't like now, where it's like, oh, there's another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back then, when you saw a subdivision going up, I didn't hear people go, oh, there's a fucking another one of those. They're throwing that up, destroying more fucking land. I wonder how many bleepity blop blop they're going to move in there. I never heard that yeah. when I was a kid. And I moved into some of those subdivisions because, you know, like I said, we were on welfare. My mom broke up with my dad. So, you know, when I was 1990, 91, 92, she met my stepdad and we started kind of building our life again, you know, yeah. renting nicer apartments and looking for property to buy and you know, they. My mom got back into working once I started. My mom's a very, very tough woman. When I started ele uh, elementary school, uh, kindergarten, she started Ontario Business College to be a loyal paralegal. The same day, we both started at the same time. How cool is that? You know, we were in school together. It was kind of neat. So there was opportunity to do that. Can you imagine? Maybe Tamara needs to imagine this, but like you got kids too. Like picture yeah. your little one. You picture picture Taya, and like you're in college. Well, she's in like grade one, grade two, like that young, that young stuff. So, like, could you do that today? To do that these days? No. If you had to attend classes in person, I like the head shake, both of you, because I'm not a parent. So, like, those who aren't who are listening, yeah. like, and then I'm not, I'm getting a head shake from Mark and Tamara, but I'm not getting a head shake like no. I'm getting like this: Are you fucking crazy? Like squinted eyes. Tamara's like, no. Mark's like. Just doing the left and right, like no, 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 like there's no way, bro. You you full time college and you're in school. I mean, the cost of everything you have. And it was just her and I. Yeah, it was just her and I. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say that at that point she hadn't taken daddy to court for a little bit of that child support, but I don't think I don't think he ever started paying. I'm not sure. Anyways, bottom, I really don't because I actually have a phone number I can call that tells me the the number that's accumulated. It's freaking hilarious. But yeah, what a time, like. It, you really felt like there were jobs everywhere, everywhere. We were at a time where where my mom could have just given me money and said, uh, in a note, 
and sent me to a gas station store and said, uh, uh, "Cigarettes." You know, here's the note, and it's like, okay, here's the pack of smokes that your mom wants. Yeah, this is the money. Or b- I mean, the money. Yeah, yeah. And if you lived <laughs> in Quebec, you could even pick up, uh, you know, a forty while you're in there for you know, like, let's talk about. Um, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I mean, there was smoking in the mall at buddy, the time. Buddy, buddy, <laughs> let's talk about smoke. Let's talk about the smoke. We can spend a little bit of time on this because this is fun for me. This is fun. I like okay. to just close my eyes and take in a breath of 1990. <laughs> just do it with me. Second hand. Mm. Oh. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Got, yep. <coughs> That's our 1990 air. So filtered cigarettes and menthol cigarettes and not... None of that exists, okay? Smoking, if you don't smoke, you basically get beat up for being a faggot. Like, that's the way, it's the 1990. Like, if you're, like, not smoking, you're getting beat up, okay? That's how it was. I felt so much pressure in high school to smoke, and it was 10 years after this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, it must have been really bad then. So, one thing that I just, I love to picture is, like, the Cold War is kind of, like, over. Like, we won against Russia, you know what I mean? Like, the Gulf War is about to start, so we don't have this fear of Indians. Just imagine this. Imagine a North American world where brown people aren't, like, the enemy yet. Because that's how they painted. They did do that. Let's yeah. be real. It, you know, they started with Desert Storm. It started with Saddam Hussein then. And it just worked its way up to uh, Osama bin Laden in the 9-11 of 2001. You know what I mean? So that was. it started in 1990 with the Gulf War, and it worked. it took 11 years Desert Storm and all that to 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 build us to the point where we were like you know pretty there was there when when nine eleven happened there was a huge divide a lot of Indian people were experiencing a crazy amount of racism and you know they probably yeah. didn't deserve you know because some they of definitely them definitely didn't deserve definitely didn't deserve but like, you know what I mean and then so now we feel bad for that and we're like yeah just come over and take take the country over then we're we're sorry you know what I mean so like <laughs> they, just picture a time before all of that picture yeah. a time when like. Immigration was under control. You know, the United States was letting people in and, and the Canada was letting people in. And there was enough for everybody. There was lots of houses. There was lots of jobs. And there was lots of money. Yeah. Yeah. It was a crazy time. It was a crazy, crazy, crazy time. Also, though, Bob Ray time. It was Bob Ray time. Bo- that's what it was. It was Bob it was Ray. Bob Ray time. Yeah. So, as the premier of Ontario, let's just talk about the one and only time. For those of you who like the NDP and like, um, you know, so you think so socialism is a good idea? You're not wrong. These are good ideas. These are fantastic concepts. They're really smart, clever ideas. Concepts. Yeah, I use the right <laughs> word. And I did it for a reason. Because we tried this once in the in the late '80s. There was an oil crisis. There was no war like there was in the '70s with Vietnam or Korea. Which one? Uh, one of those. One of those. One of the, something was in the '70s. They were protesting about going somewhere they shouldn't have been. Right, which is fine. In the '80s, not so much. Okay, so by 1990, they're like, "Well, we haven't been anywhere we're not supposed to be to take money for oil or resources or heroin or whatever we're there for for like 10, 15 years. Maybe we should do that." And so they decide Middle East is the best spot. That jungle thing, Nam and Korea. The the jungles aren't working out. <laughs> yeah. We've tried to go to the jungles and tell them how to do things, and those little mother, those little squinty-eyed motherfuckers are really smart, and it's not going well. So let's go get those brown people. I heard they have oil, and that's kind of where it went, and the political, you know, push towards that began. So it was it was a good time because, like, I remember going to school. You mean America wanted to spread their freedom? I remember going to school and being like the black kids and the brown kids and the Asian kids, and like, and we like 
we all got along. Like we yeah. literally, I had a friends group of kids, and I never felt a divide or a weirdness amongst us. Mm-hmm. And until I remember being in high school, and it was different. It got very different. But yeah, it was a cool time for that. It was a, it was um. I mean, I I kind of want to talk about video games a little bit. Like just like it was, it we were at the brink. Atari was done. E.T. had come out, and we had a landfill somewhere in Texas full of E.T. games. So the video game industry had kind of taken a... <laughs> right? But Mario had come out in 87. And by 19... And here's where, what, what the facts are. You know, Nintendo was expensive when it came here in 85. And by 87, 88, it was affordable. But by 1990, almost every household in North America had an N-E-S in it. But there was still a very strong movement of parents against video games. It was begin- It started then. I mean, this is before Mortal Kombat. This is before, yeah. Yeah. you know, a fight. This is- Mike Tyson's Punch-Out was the most violent game out there at yeah. this time. M- Mario was huge. The NES was big. Uh, Mario had put out Mario 1, 2, and 3. The n- and it was in 1990, the Super Nintendo had released... I believe it was already in Japan, and it was on its way here. So, you know, the people with money were excited for the 16-bit era, but those regu- regular people like us were, at that point, you could get a NES at the at the, the store used, you know, five or six years for like 40, 50 bucks, $100. Yeah. They're two, what are they, what were they new? Two, two ninety nine? I think uh, they were two ninety nine or one ninety nine ninety nine. I think they were around 200 I think it was two two fifty for a NES. So you could get them for like... Ninety nine, ninety nine used, and maybe even pick up like one or two games down at the game shop. You know, they're that used that cycle of used games, used cartridges. If you wanted an Atari, buddy, there was like six of them there. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you wanted something like that, you could really g- get around. And I remember playing Monopoly on the NES with my mom. I remember playing Super Mario and never making it past like the do 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 dead do 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 second life. Do 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 do, and there's my third life back to the first world. You know, like I wasn't. Do 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 do, and there goes the good. God damn it! God damn it! What are you, Alex? Alex, why are you? I I just spent a hundred dollars on that box, that gray and red box at Microplay, and you're smashing it right now. What the fuck is wrong with you? But it's so hard. I threw the controllers. Although you couldn't do that now because controllers are a hundred bucks. But back then, I'll be honest. I was playing Sonic last night. Yeah. Okay, and I was doing a final boss. Playing Frontiers, and I could not figure it. You're gonna laugh at what I was missing. I couldn't figure out. It was like it comes up on the screen, press square. So I'm like square, 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 and he keeps dying. It dies, and I'm supersonic, and I'm just dying. I fucking threw that thing, man. I whipped it, ah, motherfucker. And all I did was split the back of the controller, like where the L2 button goes or the R2 button goes. So you can still throw them but you will pay the consequence. Because now every time I go to pick the controller up, the right side of my hand gets cut by the slice in the <laughs> fucking controller. But I did beat that boss. You know what I was doing wrong? <laughs> Instead of smashing the shit out of the button, you're supposed to wait till the circle expands oh, yeah. and then gets into the big, s- and then hit at that moment. And I couldn't figure that out because I'm, I'm retarded. I'm apparently, <laughs> I'm, apparently I'm not suited for 2023. <laughs> but yes, video games, talk to me. I mean, I'm doing a lot of talking. Talk to me about what games meant to you at that age. You were older than me. They must have oh, more yeah. of influence. I was... I was obsessed with games. Uh, Did you I have an S? Uh, not right away. What? Okay. Uh, not right away. Uh, one of our neighbors did, and uh, and I was really good. Like my mom was really good friends with uh, with this neighbor, and I made friends with uh, with their kid. And I was like, "Hey, I'll give you my toys if I can play your video." Bro, game. the things I did to play video games. I remember I told you about playing Barbie with that girl. Yeah. I was like, "Let's go play with your Barbies." I played with her Barbies for four hours just so I could get twenty minutes of Sonic Three. 
you know? Come on, that's the sacrifice. That's the sacrifice. Yeah. And has anything changed? No. No! Now you're 40, and you're up there going, hey, babe, so what do I need to do so I can go play Ghost of Tsushima, and you will leave me the fuck alone for a couple hours? <laughs> and she's like, well, let me allow me to explain. Empty the dishwasher, eat this pussy, take the kids to school, maybe, and then maybe when we're done, then maybe you can go downstairs. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, okay, thank you. I'll do all of those things. <laughs> so it's, nothing's changed. Tell, tell me more. What else did you play? What were your big uh, games? So there was uh, a game called uh, Bubble Bobble, and you're two little uh, dinosaurs, yep. and you just you blow bubbles, and then you would encapsulate the bad guys in the bubbles, and yep. then you'd pop the bubbles and it would kill the bad guy. Yep, I remember this game. There were 99 levels. I played that game for eight hours straight. It was like a shift. I was clocking yeah. in, and then my brother would come down like after two hours of me playing. It's my turn. I'm like, I just got on this thing. You're 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 li- you're one of those guys. Like I, I've, I was even at that age, it was a half hour, and I'd have to put it down. Yeah. Yeah. But you you can go. You can go. So, Sonya's like that. She just goes. Goes for like four or five hours. I I threw the controller and I had to take a break. I threw the controller and I came out of my room and I'm like, Brandon, I can't play this goddamn game. You know. And he's like, Alex, calm down. And then of course I go online and I look at the watch, watch through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which and you you're like, oh, timed event. Press it. Now. now, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. But there's this giant split in my controller now. Yeah. So mad, so mad. But either way, um, what about Ghosts and Ghouls? Did you ever F with that game at that time when it was peak? Because it was in the arcades and kids yeah. were lining up. Yeah. Ghosts well, and Ghouls was, was more, a big deal. It was deal. more the arcade. I never really played the console. Never played the console. I remember, okay, so... We, we got we to gotta move on to the uh, stuff soon. Yeah, Ninja Turtles, the, the game. Oh, Turtles in Time. Tur- uh, no, no, just the first Ninja Turtles game on NES. Oh, the NES? I never yeah, played it. When, yeah, when you're trying to swim through the water and there's that electrifi- electrifying coral. It's Im- impossible. It, it's it impossible. Was, it was super duper. No, it's impossible. <laughs> if you can do it, I swear. But that music is still like the best. Do, 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 There's just some things that just they never. Do you ever play a. You ever have a. Mega Man was my favorite too. Oh, oh, 19. Yeah, see, I'm jealous because I'm jealous of you because I found out about Mega Man as a 16 bit. I found X. Oh, yeah. And I then I went, this is so cool. And I went back and play the originals because I'm like, yeah. oh, this is 100 years in the future from the original. And I had to go back. And I still loved it. It still had a great time. And I've Mega Man, to this day, how many times have you seen me on the show go, where's my Mega Man movie? Yeah. I say it a lot. So good. That guy from, from, from uh, Transformers. Transformers. I was like, Mega Man, Mega Man X just showed up to save trans- the 90s. <laughs> even, oh, just, I don't care what you do. I don't care. Take the, take the story and destroy it. I don't care. Just wreck it. I don't care what you do. Just break. Give me some fucking Mega Man. Yeah. All these. Blue Beetle has a movie, but Mega Man doesn't. <laughs> um, oh. What the hell is this shit? Okay. The Marvels have a movie. Oh, God. But Mega Man doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Elektra has her own movie. Yeah. Mega Man doesn't. Anyways, I'm done now. That's the end of that. Right. Mega Man was a big thing. Let's uh, get into some Ahsoka before we get into like all the other. We don't need to get into it too much. I can just brief. Uh, of course, we. By do. the time there, this there is, there is. By the time this airs, everything we say is going to be irrelevant. There is a preposterous thing that so many people are trying to defend online that I messaged you about, and I'm like, I can't believe it. Ah, here we go. A lightsaber in the stomach, and all that in the stomach. All that was left 
was a cigarette burn on her skin. <laughs> and there was no back to tank. There was no back to tank. <sighs> I <laughs> um have no words. Uh I, I, uh, actually, I fuck you, Mark! Fuck you! <laughs> That's all I can do. That's all I got. Okay, so here's what the f- nerds are saying. <sighs> this is hard, man. This is tough. Um, you win. That's it. I'm done. You win. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. Doesn't matter what. Fucking what stupid. Okay. Yeah. And the reason it's fucking stupid is because. A lightsaber, th- this is why it's stupid. I wish I could show the people, but if you, I need you to close your eyes with me and picture it. The Phantom Menace, the, one of the very first scenes, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon are on that, uh, 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 they're on some ship and they're going to talk to some people and, the, and they, they close it off and say, no, you can't come in here. So Qui-Gon pulls out his lightsaber and he sticks it in the door and he starts cutting real slow in a circle. But what happens when he does that? He puts it in, he goes, it goes into the metal. Then what happens all around the lightsaber? That's what you got to pay attention to. That's what's important, okay? Okay. Everything around it melts, right? The metal, all the metal from this giant door that's supposed to save these guys is like... It's and in a second, it doesn't take like a minute or two. It takes this guy. He goes pazoom into the door, and he goes, "All right, Obi Wan, go do whatever, go do something." And then he's like, he's like halfway through it, and they're like, "Throw the goose," and it has to stop. But do you, look at that door. The door is melting. Yeah. The door is on fire because lightsabers are like super hot. So later on in that same movie, when Darth Maul. Oh, and, and I mean, what a scene. Looks over at Obi-Wan and then goes, Pazoom! Uh, into Qui-Gon's fucking right through the center. Now, if you look at it, the camera immediately goes, because George knows how to make fucking movies, yeah. goes to behind him, you can see it's severed his spine. There is no doubt that that saber went through his spinal cord, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what people are saying is the Sabine save, because it's to the side. But I'm not about it. I'm with you! And I'll get there. So, you know how they get away with it? How? Reva. That's how. Yeah. Because they've fucked being stabbed with a lightsaber already. So when Qui-Gon gets stabbed, mind you, the time between Qui-Gon getting stabbed and this is about 50 years. Yeah. You got to keep that in mind. So, they, so they've toned down the heat of no, the lightsaber. I'm wondering. They, the, what, they've nerfed it, so to or speak. Or the technology's changed. That's what they're, the, the, the Star Wars fans are claiming this. Number one, he got stabbed, and then Maul and Obi-Wan fought for like 10 minutes while he laid there. Yeah. That's the big sell on Qui-Gon dying. And then when he grabbed him, he was using the force to hold himself together to say, train the boy, and then die. That's the fan theory, okay? I can't, I'm sure Dave is going to give an interview, and he's going to give us all the light on this. He's going to open up the—he's going to say, this is why I did that. Dave doesn't do anything without a plan, okay? So I'm c- confident that we'll feel better about this, <laughs> but it feels really <laughs> shitty right now. So the, that was cool, right? Qui-Gon dies— People get stabbed. What they should have done, what should they have done, Mark? Instead of stabbing Sabine, what should they have done? Yeah. Just... Take the fucking hand. Oh, Take yeah. off the hand. Yeah. Because it's, 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 think about it. I'll, if I cut your hand off right now, if you and I had an argument and I cut your hand off, you'd be like, Alex, you've changed my life. You changed my life. For the I'd rest of my pissed. life, I have a fucking dud on. Yeah. Is, if I stabbed you in the abdomen and you went and got some stitches and healed up, 
It would almost be like it never happened. You'd have that little scar there. Yeah. And every time you look at that scar, you'd be like, fucking Alex. <laughs> yeah. But it's small. How yeah. many times would you say fucking Alex if I cut your hand off? A lot more. Yeah. A lot more. And that's yeah. why Dooku cut off Anakin's hand. Because it was to say, listen, boy, I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to give you the chance to walk away from being a Jedi. I'm going to cut off your hand. You know? The same reason Vader cut off Luke's hand. Listen, boy, yeah. I don't want to kill you. I'm going to take your hand, and you can walk away. Or join me in that case. Yeah. You need to know that I'm the boss. Cutting off the hand is the boss move in Star Wars when you're the superior lightsaber fighter. And it was obvious with that fight that that girl, I can't remember her name. She's amazing. She's my favorite character. They, well, they said that she's still, she, she was more or less new. Not she's brand new. Yeah, yeah. She's, she, I think she's Balin's daughter. My, my call, just because she's too young to have been part of the Jedi Order before yeah. Order 66. But either way, she's my favorite character. She's beautiful. She's fun to watch. She's gothic and evil. But she's also questioning. When she says, what does Thrawn's return mean? And he says, some power, some war for us. You know what I mean? She's like, I'm not sure it's that for me. You know what I mean? I like her. Yeah. I like that their sabers are orange, which says that they're not truly all the way there. Balin also says when he, they say, go kill Ahsoka, he says, oh, what a shame. There's so few Jedi left. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. There's remorse. There's actual remorse there. And then we're going to see that fight in the next episode. Just I, I'm, I'll ruin it for you right now. She goes to that planet, that star map that they open. They fight in it. Yeah. And she's she going to fuck him up. Yeah. Like, I'll be real. Like, I don't care who Balin is. Like, Ahsoka <laughs> does not matter. At this point, Ahsoka is God level. She trained Luke. The only reason Luke's where he's at and could show up in Mando 2 and do what he did to save Grogu from the Death Troopers is because of Ahsoka and the blood that flows through him. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so we've destroyed Ahsoka's lightsaber dumbness, but let's talk about the show overall. Uh, is it going to save Star Wars? It's going to save the story. Can it save it numbers-wise? Yeah, I don't N so. The answer is no. And we're going to talk about why right now. Have you seen the Rebel Moon trailer? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> boy! Okay, so I watched Dune 1 just because I was like, if Star Wars is dead, I want to kill it completely. Because I yeah. love Star Wars, so you're never gonna, I'm never going to stop watching it. Yeah. But I definitely can uh, relay where, how the surgery is going to you guys. And right now, surgery is not going well. <laughs> um, <laughs> quick drink. Ahsoka's doing well in the ratings. But what's the problem is, and Dave's going to give us good stuff. Yeah. He's going to kill characters. We're talking about killing characters. He's going to kill somebody that you're very, he's probably going to kill Rex or Hera or fucking Sabine. He might kill her eventually at the end. I don't know. It's not her. It's not called Sabine. It's called Soka. So she might be dead. I don't know. What about Ezra? What if, what if they find Ezra and go We'll talk Ezra. about that in a second. We're gonna get, <laughs> there's a lot of theories. That's why I don't want to talk. I don't really want to talk about it because honestly, by the time this airs, they'll have three episodes out and it'll all be Merrick. There's a real fan theory that Merrick, the guy that fought her in the scrapyard, yeah. that that's Ezra and he's yeah. turned to the dark side. No, that's not him. That's a wrong theory. Don't believe that. I'm, I'm saying here, no. If it is, I'll be very, very surprised. That's something else. Totally different. Ezra is going to be a big reveal and it's going to be later on in the season. And it's not going to be important. The important thing is going to be... Because the first four episodes take place in this timeline. And then she's going to find the world between worlds and go to the new beyond or whatever. Yeah. And the other four episodes are going to take place with her basically fixing the timeline. Okay. She's going to be looking at the Anakin-Obi-Wan fight. She's going to be looking at all these important events. Because she's going to... Ahsoka's going to go... Um, I'm not, I don't want to ruin the whole story. But like you saw the map. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but there's one galaxy in that map. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. There's all those other stones are other galaxies. So they've opened up the world of Star Wars to other stuff. And we already know that in that galaxy, the Night Sisters are still around. They've been wiped out in ours. Yeah. And we know that there's power greater than the Jedi's ability to use the Force out there. Because uh, Balin said that. The stories of the Jedi Temple about that planet called Parisia or Perithia or whatever it is uh, are just stories. And they talk about a power, how people, Force users that are beyond us. And in the video game, the Zepho, I think that's where the Zepho went. The Zepho fucked off, and they left all these orbs and stuff behind the holocrons, right? I think that's where they are, too. And I think that's where Dave's going with this, because the, I don't know if you noticed, too, but Balin looked up at the sky on that planet. There was a pergle in the, in the, in the sky, the big space whale. Yeah. It was flying. And if you watch the credits, the space whale's flying around that planet in the animation. Oh, okay. And it flies around the little Peruvia, too. So they're doing a lot of... You got to really analyze also, the ending animation, you know how it's got all these planets and it's written in a funny language? Yeah. People have translated it. Oh, they've, yeah? they've used a cipher. Now, here's how you can use the cipher. The f- planet Coruscant is at the end because everything goes to it, and Perivia is at the beginning. Okay. So you can use the P to A and the C, O, U, R, and U, and you can fill them in on a cryptograph, and you can fill in all the other planets in the ending credits, and it's the path. To Perivia. Oh. It includes Mandalore, Garel, um, Tython. That's not clever. A bunch of, yeah. Clever so, girl. so the fans have translated it and figured out where the show is going to take Ahsoka, planet by planet. Oh, cool. Because the credits give it away. Cool. And Dave did it all on purpose. Yeah. So we already know where things are going and it will end in the great beyond and it'll end with her going to the world between worlds and we're going to find out what Dave allows her to fix. The big fan theory is she's going to retcon the prequels. Or sorry, retcon the sequels. Oh, okay. She's going to go with all of the characters in the show, Sabine and Hera and all that, to this beyond with Thrawn and leave this universe for Harrison Ford and Luke and all that (laughs) bullshit. And they're going to follow this new... That's how they're going to... Dave, from here on out with Mando and with Bo-Katan and with Boba Fett and all that, they're going to do that. They're going to bridge them together and he's going to have his own universe over okay. here and they're going to leave the sequels over there. That's what it looks like they're doing. Cool. So we'll see. All right. I'm done ranting about that, guys. Sorry. Okay, so uh something happened last week called GamesCon and uh there were a few there were, I mean, a lot of it wasn't exciting for me cuz I don't really care about JRPGs, but there were a few announcements that were kind of cool. Sonic Superstars got like a huge reveal. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. I got to see like six levels of gameplay. Yeah, so Little Nightmares 3 was announced, and Little Nightmares, I love that game. It's a side-scrolling platformer horror game. They do horror right, and the puzzles in these games as a side-scrolling platformer are also done right. Well, in the announcement trailer, they showed it's now online co-op, or you can play solo with an AI companion. Okay, okay, okay. So that's amazing. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Uh, Charles Martinet has been revealed that he is stepping back from voicing Mario and Luigi, so he's not doing the voice in Super Mario Wonders. I saw this hilarious meme when it was the song. It was, it's that J... Uh, what's his goddamn name? This is going to kill me. The meme where the guys are being hung, and it's like first time. You know that meme? Okay. So it was that one. It was Sonic being hung. And then the Mario guy, it was like voice actors change. And it was Mario, Sonic was looking at him going first time because Sonic's been Jaleel White, Roger Craig Smith, yeah. um, Ben Schwartz. You know, the list. Now, this the black dude from Toronto that's voicing him now, who I love. Honestly, he's my favorite. I wish I could remember his goddamn name. He's the closest to Jaleel of anybody. Yeah. And I love him. But yeah, <laughs> I love that. So Mario's finally getting the voice makeover. And everyone's like, ah. 
father. Yeah. So Charles will continue to be a, a brand ambassador promoting the movies, Merchant Games. There will be a video from Shigeru uh, Miyamoto and Charles. Nintendo guy. That's the main guy that yeah. made Nintendos, just so you know. And apparently Charles did do some voices in Super Mario Wonder, but no titular characters. So it's... How do you say that word? A lot of people say titular. Titular? Because I've read the word my whole life and never known how to pronounce I, I it. I say titular because it has to do with a title. So You're right. But we don't pronounce... I mean, Eng- look at English. I mean, knife. Yeah. All I need to say he is knife. He also vo- voiced my home slice, Wario. Oh, Wario. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, at uh, GamesCon, play- PlayStation uh, Portal was announced. It's a handheld, but not in the traditional sense. It can stream games from your PS5. So it's not like Vita or, uh, or PSP. But it's not specific to just streaming PS5. You can also stream Xbox games on it. So if you're a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, you can stream it to the PlayStation Portal, meaning you can play Starfield on a PlayStation device. How the fuck did Sony negotiate that? That's it. I don't know. They must have got down on there. They, no, they got pictures of the No, X- I, I think it's more so in the operating system. Oh, okay, so, okay. So I'm not, just curious because I know Xbox doesn't want this. Yeah. So it's not so much on PlayStation, but you'd be able to enjoy it with the DualSense controls of the portal. So you can play it anywhere, which is pretty cool, except you have to have a PS5 powered on and connected to Wi-Fi. So not a true handheld. Hello? Hey, babe. Um, uh, can you go downstairs? <laughs> yeah, why? I need you to turn on my PS5. Why? Because I'm, at, I'm, in, the, uh, I'm in the shitter at work. And I really, really, really want to level up my Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> I was just wondering. No, that's Switch. Yeah. An Xbox game? We have to think of an Xbox game to do this? Or Xbox. Well, I mean, if you're going. Listen, on- I really want to play Ghost of Tsushima on my break. Yeah. And I need you to turn on my PS5, okay? And she's like, I have laundry to do. And you're like, listen, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> if you don't turn it on, I can't play. Well, that's just stupid. If you had an Xbox, then you wouldn't need to turn it on. All right, all right, that's enough. Yeah. So, So that's. The main stuff from Gamescon uh, that was okay. It wasn't, yeah, there wasn't a lot, but they did, like I said, Superstars got, which Sonic Superstars is a new Sonic game that comes out October something. (laughs) They showed the Sonic Frontiers update, three, the last update. That looks really cool. There's apparently like a. And it's a free update. Yeah, and apparently it's like a Sonic is more super. He's not hypersonic because we don't want to do that, but he's no, like it's more super duper sonic. Super duper sonic, <laughs> right? And he's going to fight this thing. And that, what I don't understand is that the story in Frontiers finishes. So I guess this is just like a an extra act in the story that you get to play through. Yeah. I'm going to I'm assuming. Right? Uh yes, yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, so some cool shit for Sonic even though GamesCon wasn't like a big deal for Sonic fans, it had some pretty cool shit actually. So I'm looking forward to that. Also, I don't know if you noticed uh, heard but Superstars is like Really fun co-op. It's that traditional Mario-style co-op. So you pick at the beginning of each level, each act, you pick which you want to be if you're playing on your own. So you can be anybody you want in any act to complete through, go through the story. And people can just jump in as, as they want. And everybody has different powers that can open up different, like, paths and shit. Yeah. So I'm, it's, it's a, I'll probably buy it for PlayStation. And you have a 5, so I'm going to be, like, over here <laughs> being like, let's, can I hook my 4 controller up to your 5? No. It won't? No. And you only have one 5 controller. I have two. Oh, well, we're friends now then. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> but, but if I buy it for the four, can I come over here and get yeah. it on yours? Yeah. All right, we're going to figure this out. Yeah, yeah we're going to do it because I'll need you to co-op me for sure. Yeah. Who are you going to be? 
You're not going to be Tails. It's a bitch move. It's going to be Sonic and Knuckles. It's going to be you and me, <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, yeah. Right, all right. If you're Amy, it'd be weird. <laughs> that would be weird. That would be a little bit weird. <laughs> Tamara comes down. She's I like, um, which one of you is Amy? And we both just look at her like, we alternate. <laughs> <laughs> we take turns. Right? It's like asking a gay couple who's the bottom. It's yeah. just like a bad idea. <laughs> it's just inappropriate. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so we're going to get into uh, some... Uh, some pretty s- serious stuff here. Some serious. We're gonna talk about Trump, and we're gonna talk about conspiracies. And we're gonna talk about. So uh, let's just talk about facts first. Let's talk about what we know. Well, first off, the citizens of Maui, who lost everything due Maui. to this fire, were visited by a mumbling old man who didn't really know where he was. Now Hawaii. So where was Joe Biden? So now, now Hawaii is a democratic state, very blue. So the democratic president paid a visit. While trying to empathize with people who lost everything, starts to say, I know what loss is like. Back about 15 years ago, lightning struck at home, hit a lake. Well, not a lake, more like a little pond. Hit the wire, which went under the heating ducts, the air conditioning ducts. And to make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, and my cat. Wow. He said he, he knows struggle like no one. He other. says he doesn't want to compare, but that's exactly what he did. Now, when you're trying to empathize with someone who's lost everything, stating you almost lost everything, but you didn't, isn't empathy. <laughs> so he's an idiot. There's nothing new there. Wasn't he also at a school shooting site talking about getting ice cream yeah. not long ago? Was that not a school shooting press conference that he was at when he was talking about the ice cream and how good it is? And he's like, oh, I'm serious. Yeah. That stuff's in my freezer stacked up. It's it's falling out. I can't close the door. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry about all the kids. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, it's, it's funny. Trump actually pointed this out. He says, "Why is it that I'm getting asked all these stu- like all the stupid questions, all the all the questions that are trying to like be gotcha moments?" But for Biden, it's like, "Hey, what flavor is your ice cream? Chocolate chip." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, gee, I wonder why. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, maybe it's because you don't fuck with the Biden. Everybody's planted there that's going to ask questions. Yeah. There's a number of factors that we're gonna we'll get to Trump later though because um, I'll be real. That Tucker Carlson interview pissed me off. Yeah. I won't talk about why. Okay. So let's keep talking shit about Biden though for a little while, or, or talking about what's going on with that. Yeah. Also, on the day that Trump was arrested, he posted a tweet saying, "Hey, it'd be a good time to invest in my campaign," and it was like a link to invest in his campaign. That's it. That's all he posted on the day Trump was arrested, and with that mugshot. Yeah. And there was also the Republican national debate going on. So, like, just. The most tasteless, classless, dumb <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, here's something hilarious. Christia Freeland, who denied having a car, claimed she, oh, yes. she rode her bike and took the subway in an attempt to push other means of travel, got busted for speeding, driving 143 kilometers in a 100-kilometer zone. So not quite real styles as I was we gonna say, say <laughs> here at the Shop Pod. Real style? She wasn't doing too <laughs> faulty. No. Bitch. But close enough. but okay so get into more detail with this though because this is a fun this is a fun one for me because you know how we're all sitting around laughing about how it's like oh yeah i'm gonna drink you know shit out of a paper straw and i'm going to you know get an electric car that i can't afford and can't charge that probably won't work in five years (laughs) so that i can contribute to being part of the solution 
right? I'm gonna well, be, then, I'm gonna be part of the solution by doing these yeah. things, right? Maybe I'm gonna stop eating meat. They say that's a bad idea. Maybe yeah. I'll just be vegan. Maybe I should stop using all this cash because it's bad too. I'll just go straight to the digital currency. I'll sign up right away. I'll get rid of my car. I'll get an electric one. I promise. So I mean, that's what she's doing is she's trying to convince people to to stop driving right, to use right, the right. other means of travel of while saying herself as an example she doesn't drive and then what happened mark and then she got busted for speeding while driving <laughs> i'd love to know what she was driving i'd love to know yeah was it, was it electric was it an electric because i if she got busted doing what was that number 143 kilometers i don't know a lot of electric cars to get there <laughs> I'm going to be real with you, man. They have, like, speed limiters on a lot of these things. So, like, you get up past 120, and it is up on the screen saying flat out, like, this isn't efficient for your vehicle. Like, it's, it's fucking nuts. Have you seen the, uh, all the videos of the car chargers that go in the back of the electric F-150? The, F- the electric F-150 Lightning has officially been released. Yeah. And with it, they've released, released an official charging station that sits in the bed of the truck, and it runs. It's a motor, and it charges the uh-huh. It sits in the back and runs. Yeah. 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 No, no emissions regulation on, on a on a generator, though. <laughs> That's where we're headed, bro. Yeah. We're headed to people driving around electric trucks with a diesel generator polluting the atmosphere in the tr- in the back just so they can get where they're going. You heard about the couple that tried to go across the country with an electric truck and stopped yeah. halfway? Yeah. yeah, it's going real well. The the press for this electric shit is just beautiful. Yeah. You guys are winning all those. So so to elaborate further on Christia Freeland's thing uh, when she was talking about uh, taking the subway and, and riding a bike. She literally said in an interview, a fact that sh- still shocks my dad is that I don't actually own a car is what she told reporters. Hmm. So so was that car in her name? Was or it rental? She'd be up on <laughs> some theft charges. <laughs> like, I was just, you know what I mean? Like, because with Donald, it's like, if it was Trump, they'd be like, "You said that was your car," and they'd like put him in prison you know, or something. You know what I mean? Like, a, yeah. anything, anything. With, with these people, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, and and if she just kept her mouth shut and not told other people how to live their lives, we wouldn't be sitting here criticizing her. They don't yeah. see Arnold t- telling everybody to buy electric. And he was the governor of the most polluted state of all 52 of them. And he, he didn't tell everybody to go buy electric. Yeah. Still was telling people not to. <laughs> and he's like, well, he's a Republican, but isn't he? He ran as a... Did Arnold run as a Republican for California? No, he was Dem- a Democrat. Democrat. Okay, yeah. sorry, my bad. Duh. Um, but even he isn't, like, pushy with that electric shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, the people that aren't pushy with it are, like... Oh, uh, I, think, I think he would be now. Like, he... He gobbles up CNN like he's like, oh, yeah. CNN, what do you have for me? I gotta, I gotta tell you, this Trump hate is—it's like insane. Nobody on the right hates anybody this much. Yeah. Let's admit that. That's a fact. That's right. Nobody on the right, and I mean, we're we're all liberal. I can say I hate. Adam Schiff, but I, I like not not on that much, level. No, you don't. Level. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because like you got to p- picture Eminem. Oh, yeah. Do you hate <laughs> that person as much as M hates Trump? No. no. Eminem is willing to look as retarded as he has looked just so that he can voice how much he doesn't like him. What I don't understand is why all these people that think he's looking out for them, like he's not looking out for you, bro. Like he's not looking. And I'm just like, and Biden is? 
You know? Yeah. That's my Biden's f- not, Eminem's not. Like, yeah. what is your point? None of, and it's <laughs> it's funny when Marshall tries to talk about politics because it's been so fucking long since he's had a clue what's going on. Yeah. And he used to really kind of be our advocate though. He talked a lot of shit about Bush and, and shit back in the day. Like he he got he got in there, but not anymore. They got him. Yeah. They got him. How how many of these videos have you seen of people that get sick and when they come back they look different? Like the Jamie Foxx videos and all these videos of people are like, ah, oh, they got sick, they disappeared, and they come back and they just look different. Well, yeah, so that goes on to like the cloning theory. Like, oh, he disappeared, oh, he's back. I don't believe that shit, but then I see these videos and I'm like, that looks pretty fucked up. And they do, they do have these these crazy changes, but then I think, the, no, uh, but we're like that. So so there's so there's we're a, the same way. There's a new gambling commercial that that's out with Jamie, uh, like Jamie Foxx. He promotes the um, the MGM. What the fuck is thing? with this too? How come it's okay to promote gambling? Nobody's talking about how that is like disgusting. Why am I the only one that I've heard all year? Talk about how every celebrity's like, hey, my name is hi. <laughs> Hi, it's Jesse from Breaking Bad, and you shouldn't do meth. It's bad, but you should gamble all your money away. Like me and Mr. White spent all our money, right, fighting fighting bikers and shit, right? You got to do that too, or you're a bitch. If you don't, do it, you're, if you don't gamble, you're a bitch. <laughs> like, thanks, thanks, Aaron. And now you've yeah. got Jamie. Like, why is it okay for all, like, is, g- gambling is like, it's not a good, like, why is it just considered okay? Gambling is just cool. You know what I, I don't get this. They're, everybody's like, don't do fentanyl. You know, watch out for cocaine. Watch out for heroin. That's a bad idea. Are you, a, are you an alcoholic? You probably shouldn't have a drink. But if you're a gambleaholic, you probably shouldn't leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Because every billboard, add on your phone, add on your TV... Fuck, I'm surprised. I bet you if you get in your Tesla and start it up, there's fucking Aaron Paul going, oh. Hi, thanks for turning on your Tesla. Make sure you get the pro line this week. And then, <laughs> then the car starts. That's what Tesla's going to do next. You'll be like, and as a gambleaholic, if Aaron Paul's like, you should bet all your fucking money on the Packers this weekend. Screw your wife, you bitch. Right? If that's what's not, if you're probably going to do it. Yeah. Right? As an alcoholic, do you have to leave the house and everywhere you go, it's like drink, 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 drink? I don't think it's like that anymore. LCBO's not advertising like they used to. Booze isn't shoved down your throat like it used to. You know what I mean? It really isn't. Like, you and I have a drink on the show, but, like, if we wanted to not drink one week on the show, it, we wouldn't feel weird or annoyed. I mean, we've had shows that are just drinking coffee. We've done coffee shows. If it's not, if it's a before 5 p.m. Welcome to Coffee Talk. <laughs> hey, welcome to Coffee Shop. We're, we're having coffee here on the short pod. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm walking here. You know, like. But but, uh, but I mean okay so I mean essentially every company can pay for for ads so like I understand MGM but what but, but cigarettes can't anymore yeah cigarettes right. aren't like not to be like Marlboro taste the sensation you're not allowed to say that during the Super yeah. Bowl but Aaron Paul can say hi uh, Mr White and me think maybe you should bet like your kids college education on the Chiefs it seems like a safe bet go online right now here's a link. Like, that's okay. <laughs> what the fuck is the difference? That's what I want to know yeah, the difference. Yeah. I want to know the difference. There's, I, there's not. They've, they've more or less banned the advertising for are other you, addictive problems. Are you allowed to advertise more? marijuana? And uh, marijuana is legal in what? Colorado, a couple other states, all of Canada. Ads for CBD. You can't, a- you can't advertise. Well, uh, Mark, I'm not allowed to advertise? No. I have, a, I have a shop in downtown Oshawa called Alex Likes Green. <laughs> okay, that's the name of my shop. It's very creative. AlexLikesGreen.com. Okay, 
Eggs and ham. I would love to put an ad up. I've got all this money because I'm on this thing called the Shot Pod, and we make so much money. We sell our episodes. We have sponsors. We're balling. We're, we're rolling in it. We're, we're, we're Scrooge McDuck in this bitch. Are we just sending out that message into the universe via <laughs> law of attraction? <laughs> Thank you, Blake. Come on, Blake. Law of attraction. Let's make it work. But you know what I mean? Like, so, like, pff, I want to spend some money. I want to advertise for my marijuana store. Why can't I do that, Mark? I don't know. Is it because marijuana is, like, it controversial? Because it kills brain cells? Well, they've never, they never really proved that. There's a lot of... Con- they, 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 at this point... Well, they have proved that. Yeah, but they're also all proved that it helps stimulate the growth of yeah. brain cells to make up for that. They didn't say that in the 90s, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that my point is, I look at this gambling shit and these ads, and it gets to me. Because I know there's a guy out there that's a... Gambling... Gambleholics is a big thing. I mean, we all know I love drugs as much as the next guy, right? We all, we all know Alex has addictions history. And I got lots of friends that are addictions counselors. And I find it disgusting that you can just advertise and aggressively. I'm sorry. My phone, I don't bet on fucking nothing. And I get pro-line ads from goddamn Aaron Paul and all of his friends. Maybe it's because it's listening to you while you're like, hey, Mr. White, go bet your shit on the... Right? And it's just like, oh, he, oh right, let's, let's get... Let, that's a line by line of our ad. Send it over. <laughs> There's definitely that happens. Remember, I told you about how when I worked for the the forklift company, they don't call them forklifts; they call them trucks. And yeah. I kept saying truck, 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 truck. And then yeah. my phone kept trying to get yeah. me to go to truck training. So this bitch is listening. Yeah, listens better than my wife used to. It's ridiculous. <laughs> if On- my wife listened as well as my smartphone, I'd still have a marriage. <laughs> Ontario <gasps> court rules. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> there we. Go. I feel better about that now. So Ontario court rules Jordan Peterson must go through social media retraining regimen uh, if he wants to keep his psychology license. Freedom of speech isn't a thing in Canada. Like they made Gina, sorry, Gina Carano. They made her do the same thing when she said beep bop boop for her pronouns. They made her go to a social media course yeah. so you can learn how to adhere. That's yeah. what it is. Sounds like fascism to me. But uh, what it definitely does the social is, media course sound like the same thing Hitler probably said the Jews to go do right before he declared war on Austria or on uh, Poland? You should look into that. Because if you were a Jew or a black, you had to take a special course for your government if you wanted to own certain things, like weapons, or if you wanted to be part of the militia or the police force. He was trying to siphon those people out so he could do his thing. Look into that shit, man. It's very, very similar to today. So Jordan Peterson, although he's probably... He's probably not going to be allowed, but he's probably going to fight this. He says he's going to record via video every every course every like this whole thing the step of the way okay so he he wants to show the world what conditioning is happening behind closed doors that we're not voting for yeah he want this is the biggest thing if people are want this is this is my my big issue when my friends are like you're a right wing conspiracy psychopath okay and all i have to say to these people is we vote for everything every law Everything that gets passed. If there's a mandate for masks, we should be voting on it. There should yeah, be a vote. Yeah. If there's a mandate for curfew because of COVID or whatever new variant they want to put out, there should be a vote. Yeah. If the population majority votes against the mandate, we just leave it open, and that's the way that's de- that's called democracy. Yeah. yeah but for some reason, democracy. for some reason, they seem to be like, no, we can't let them vote because they're idiots and they don't know what's good for them. Yeah. So we're so instead they they. They say that our elected official is capable of making the decisions for everybody, even though he only won by a, ma- a minority. And when that elected official doesn't follow 
the narrative, they are removed. They're removed with Chinese interference with money from Mr. Dong and the Danforth, or they're removed in another fucking way. Like, we're hearing about this all over the place, about how when somebody's not adhering or somebody's like, no, I'm going to be an anti-mask fucking uh, member of parliament. I'm not, blah, blah, blah. They don't last long. Even in conservatives. Let's be honest. There was that black girl that Pierre got eaten alive for because he took a picture with her or whatever, and then it came out. There was all this race controversy. You remember, what, you remember this, no? Well, she wasn't black. It was the German member of parliament. Right, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. But there was controversy about him hanging out with somebody or being taking a picture with somebody that had these like views. Yeah, and, like, but it wasn't even extreme views. It's, it's, it's the, the immigration crisis views. I know, but what my point yeah. is is that that's part of the conditioning. You know what I mean? If someone's going to show us how they're convincing these people to act this this way, <clears throat> that's a big exposure. Yeah. I don't know how well that's going to go. I want to see it. Kind of like me talking about how your kid's got the family studies course. And I yeah. said flat out on the air, I want her to bring home all her homework, all the paperwork, just because I want like to take pictures and talk about it yeah. on the show. Yeah. And it, and if it's super lefty pushy, pushy and like super not cool basically you know what yeah. i mean i want to <laughs> talk cool. i want to talk about if it's something like i don't have children but you and tamara do and a lot of our listeners do a lot you know so i want to i would love to get into that get because these days because the news is so construed it's so hard unless you've got it in your fucking hands yeah to believe anything right it really for me it really 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 is yeah so if i've got a piece of paper in my hand that's pushing an agenda on a 13 year old girl i want to expose that yeah exactly. and this guy wants to do the same thing yeah so, Clyde Do Something, a YouTuber I've referenced a few times, a much more valid news source than CTV, CBC, Global, CP24, made the point, if they're taxing us for carbon and not giving Canadians back nearly what they take, and they claim they're putting it to new green technologies, which is a lie, we've invested so much money in Ukraine, well, BC has declared a state of emergency. There are videos of residences pleading with the RCMP as they were fighting smaller spot fires in the brush out back of their home. So the police are stopping people from like what are they doing to fight the fires? Like you got to can you give me any details? They, well, uh, the the firefighters have been recalled, so they've been taken off site. Okay. And so the residences are uh, I mean it's it's literally the people that reside That's, in their yes, homes yes, that yes, are yes. fighting well arguing with the RCMP saying nobody's here I want to I want to save my home and the RCMP, RCMP is saying well no yeah it's too dangerous yeah, this can't. is a hard but, one but it's no, but, but mark but do you, can you agree even, that it's really difficult because they could be right it could be too dangerous but how are we going to know how are we going to know that someone up in the top isn't saying that is too dangerous even though it's not because the people that are on the other side of that bridge that are still in the, the home, there's like 300 people there still. They're on lockdown. They're not allowed to leave. They're not allowed to get food. So they're not when I to say they're drink. trying to kill us, it, it's... It's literally a climate lockdown. So like, accurate. hey, let's bring the fire in and uh, and see if we kill these people. We'll just call them casualties of climate change. Right. And if you fight back, then they're... Yeah. Yeah. So RCMP told them that they weren't allowed to stay at home and fight. Literally the day after, I kid you not, the day after officials were calling for help because the fire spread too far for 43,000 hectares. You had people trying to help and they had tanks of water on their trucks, turned away, told to proceed to the evacuation area. 
Residents in Shuswap were trying to fill tanks in their trucks via fire hydrant, and the water had been shut off. Water leading to the hydrant, that is. A, a resident can be seen opening the valve of the hydrant with nothing as a result. Firefighters' wages have been Whoa, cut. Oh, buddy. They're cut. Dude, they're cutting water power? Yeah. Like, they're cutting off water yeah. access to a fire hydrant? Yeah. Like, how do they're, ki- they're, they're trying to kill you. Yeah. How else? <laughs> what, el- what is the explanation? They've given them no evacuation route. They've given them nowhere to go. I understand if they're like, bro, it's too dangerous. you got to get out. And they yeah. ship them out on a couple buses. They bring them to a fucking stadium where they play hockey. And they set them up with food and shelter. If th- That happens. That's catastrophe. Yeah. This is not that. But when you have the residents saying, well, why can't I cross that bridge? Well, you can't because I'm just following my orders. And it's like, yeah. but that that's not good enough. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That, every time somebody says that, I'm just going to get, I'm going to bring a black marker with me. <laughs> you know where this is going. When someone says, I'm just following. Come on, do it with me. We'll do that. We'll, we'll swap our eyes. I'm just following orders. <laughs> okay? When someone says this, we just pull out our marker, and we go up to his forehead, and we just very nicely draw a Hindu symbol the other way. <laughs> That's all we do. Very simple. Yeah. You know? And say, you know who you sound like. (laughs) So firefighters' wages have been cut. Here's the thing. They don't want the fires put out. You put the fires out, you put out their climate change agenda. Remember, Canada truthfully has more trees than carbon we emit. We're technically below net zero via the amount of Not for long! Via the amount of trees we have. So how do you destroy that truth? You burn the trees and blame climate change. Soon enough, there won't be enough trees arsonists keep being arrested then set free and with governmental militaristic satellite lasers burning everything except blue things okay we're gonna talk about that if you don't know what that means like stick around we're gonna get into this kind of deep conspiracy stuff shortly because me and mark talked a lot about this shit this week and we've got some cool interesting things yeah so they're trying to burn the world to beat us into the color blue is a very special color let's talk about it so they're trying to burn the world to beat us into a corner so we can ask them to save us that's how crooked and corrupt these elite pieces of shit are. My question is this, Mark. The people that believe this, because there are people that don't think that. There are people that are like, oh my God, all these natural disasters, right? I want. I need to know like where they think these are coming from. Yeah. Like when they're like, oh my God. So there's fires in British Columbia, Quebec, Maui. Like keep going for me here. Like all California, uh, all across the Northwest. Um, Didn't I share an article with you uh, from Forbes that it's over in Italy or something? Everywhere, yeah. every, 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 like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. And and but the people that are bitching at me online saying like, oh my god, you're not gonna stay home this time? What's wrong with you? Like, I need to know. I need to. I need to know what what your in your head what your explanation is. Yeah. Like, I just need to know where they're like. Here we go again. Nobody put their mask on, and here we go again. Is that yeah. is that how they yeah. think? Is that where they're at? Nobody wore the mask, and we're here again. No one's had a mask on for two years. Or no, not two years, sorry, a year and a half. Yeah. And they're like, that, this is what happens. <laughs> is, <laughs> is that the way Hands they on the think? Hips. Is yeah. that the way they think? Like, really? I, I got to get... people, yeah. I got... Because I got... Sh- I put a post online, and I'll be real. Everybody has stopped following me online. Like, I try to share ShotPod stuff now and push this, and I realize how little of a reach I have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. so many people are done. I can get 2,000 views on our videos because I know where to put them on the reels. But when it comes to my personal group, everybody has left yeah. me behind. And, like, 
I put a post up saying, so if we get a, a lockdown in September, like who's going to stand up with me? Like I did, you know, I was downtown playing, getting arrested, fighting with cops. You know, I was out there on the front fucking lines when we were in our last lockdown trying to say no, hoping that another person would stand beside me and say, yeah, I'm here to say no with him. And it never happened. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like it's going to happen this time either, bro. Yeah. So they'll burn the world, killing wildlife and people if they want to fit their fit their message to keep us pressed firmly under their thumb. They know that huge forests are landscapes that are too vast to surveil. They can pick the most random place to light a flame and watch 43,000 hectares burn. But it's fucked up when the satellite image shows all those fires start at the same yeah, time. Yeah, right? So I've been reporting the weather out in BC. They've had room temperature weather for like three to four weeks, and yet they're burning. It was dry enough at 23 to 24 degrees Celsius to burn 43,000 hectares. No. It goes down to like 12 Celsius at night uh, yeah. in some parts of the world right now, or some parts of Canada. Right but now. that's what happened, or that's what they, they want us to believe. They won't let anybody else help to put out fires until it's too late, until the burning has put a clear message for climate change out in the world. Then you can help. CTV is labeling the people trying to save their homes as another convoy protesting. Mm. BC is very liberal slash NDP. You have people trying to make sure they don't lose their livelihoods by putting out spot fires coming their way. And you have the RCMP kicking them out to make sure those spot fires do their jobs and burn for government agendas. Orange province doing really good right now. Yeah. Mm. So remember when they say they're trying to fight climate change, ask how. Ask if firefighters got a raise for being the front men to combat fires. They didn't. Ask if they've paid for resources, a plane to fly over and dump water or whatever shit they do to, to put out fires. They haven't. They're saying this is caused by climate change and they, and they want to fight it, allegedly, but won't pay to actually fight it as per what they claim. I've mentioned this before. It's like Will Ferrell getting ready to throw a snowball in daddy's home, too. John Cena is what the liberals would call climate change in this example. And the snowball is their alleged call to action. <laughs> Are you going to fucking throw the thing or not? <laughs> okay, so Blue Beetle has bombed. It only made $25 million. And Warner Brothers is blaming Hurricane Hillary. Second worst DC opening ever. First was Wonder Woman 1984, and that only bombed because during the release, it was released on HBO Max at the same time. Yeah, as which was them. That was Disney did the same BS with Scarlett Johansson and, and, and all that. <laughs> the same BS. <laughs> I've heard repetitively, though. It's not, a, it's not a bad film. It's just it isn't anything new. I might go see it next week, yeah. actually, because I saw now that we, you and I have seen Mission Impossible and the Ninja Turtles looks like it's kind of geared towards kids. Yeah. I think I might check it. Yeah, it's, it's, but if I've heard from multiple people that, I mean, just not anything new. No. And then, and then I showed you that video where somebody was comparing it to Ant-Man. Oh, yes. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I like Ant-Man, so I'm kind of like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm almost okay with it. But Ant-Man doesn't fight like Blue Beetle, so I still kind of want to see that. Uh, but I'm in no rush to see it. Nope. I But like I say, because I've, I've paid... Uh, well, I haven't, but like my, me and my buddy paid for that like this monthly pass where we can check stuff out. Yeah. It almost seems worth it. Yeah. That's one thing I got to give the movies credit for. I got it because the theaters. I've been on the show actively saying fuck movie theaters. Like at this point, I don't care that they're down on numbers, and I don't care that they're hurting. You know, I just don't give a shit. You know, I I I feel like Hollywood and the movie business needs to figure itself out. You've got Netflix, and and they're they're putting all the money into Rebel Moon. And it seems to be Netflix seems to have it figured out. Like I'm, I'm all I have to say to people who are like, 
the world is changed. Streaming has ruined everything. And now movies, uh, Kenobi was going to be a movie, but it just turned into a show and it wasn't that good. And blah, blah, blah. And the reason that people don't want to see this is because people don't like uh, movies or shows with strong female leads. Uh, Ahsoka is like the number one show on Disney. And who's the male character that we're watching again? Right. There isn't one. <laughs> there fucking isn't one. Yeah. And and it's huge. It's yeah. huge. So I love that all the girls that were like, oh, nobody wants to see Ghostbusters with girls in it. Nobody wants to see Charlie's Angels with girls in it. Nobody wants to see this with girls in it. Nobody wants to see. And then like Ahsoka comes out and it's the, you know that that Sabine versus um, whatever her name is, was the first female lightsaber battle with two <laughs> girls in yeah. the history of the show. Two girls going at it and it at live action and it being a thing. They don't count Ray fighting herself in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. And who did that? Dave did that. Although he did fucking do the stab thing that we don't like. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he's still yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's working with it. So yeah. Yeah. I remember watching Jim Brewer stand up and he reminded me that after Trump got elected, there was a giant women's march. All because Democrats were boasting that Trump's locker room talk grabbed her by the pussy was the worst thing. When that woman who he was engaging with in the first place was probably like, grab me by the pussy. Regardless, this woman's march happened. I got to say, I'm kind of with Trump. That I think when Trump said that, what he was trying to kind of nicely locker room say, and I'm a, I agree with this, is that like if 90% of the population was getting laid properly, <laughs> on a re, uh, the, wor- the key word in the sentence is properly yeah you know i think we would all be in a better place yeah you know what i mean you can tell the shot pods where me and mark have gotten laid in the day before that day or the day before that one because we're old so like if it was like the day day before that's enough we're still in a good mood on sunday (laughs) i got pussy on friday i'm fucking good on sunday you know what i mean (laughs) so you you can tell right like i don't care and i don't care if you're a woman or if you're a man if you're gay if you are, you know, bi, I don't care what your orientation is. When you've got a healthy sex life, you're a healthy person. Yeah. Why? And that's part of why, as much as my girl keeps trying to push me to go see fucking Barbie, I'm not about it. Because I don't think that that film, and I don't think a lot of media, is pushing the idea that you should have a healthy sex life. Yeah. Or that you should have, you know, a healthy life in any way. Whether it's food, entertainment or sex it seems like all those things they're trying to ruin yeah uh, i'm that is a perfect segue into one of the next topics that we're going to talk about but right now so the women's march happened it didn't accomplish where? anything in the u.s uh, after trump got elected like where the, though in, the, in in multiple states oh, okay but, so but a like, bunch of different places yeah too. okay yeah but like mainly in dc like everybody met in DC. When, you, when, you, when trump what when trump won uh his as president like the first oh back in the you're talking about 2016 okay yeah yeah yeah. didn't accomplish anything what was it supposed to accomplish after trump was gone matt walsh of the daily wire released a documentary what is a woman which was a necessary release and why because men are beating women at everything but i'm talking about (laughs) the irony here you have a politician who runs his mouth and has his private conversations leaked to the press to attack his character. Then you have a racist that got elected, and the term women basically disappears. Trump surrounds himself by beautiful women. Biden's handlers <laughs> want to divide the world to destroy the word woman. <laughs> woman of the year is a dude. Yeah. The woman of the year, who won this year? 
Because Tom and Adam and all of them, they've been talking about it a few yeah. days. Nobody cares. The, the, the bottom line is, I don't know if you saw, but they, they had a beauty pageant too. They're doing all these beauty pageants in Miss America, Miss, yeah. Miss Universe. And it's like, the winner is like, obviously a dude with like a horror. It'd be like if I put you in a fucking dress and told you to shave. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I love you, Mark, and I find you a very attractive man, but you would not be a pretty girl. No. You know what I'm saying? So we put Mark in a fucking dress and we shave him and we put him up and he wins Miss Slovakia <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Miss, 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 Miss Eastern Europe 2023. And then you look at the second place. And it's like a fucking Selena Gomez looking girl <laughs> or like a Scarlett Johansson looking girl or like, a, you know what I mean? Like a true, beautiful, sexy woman. And why are we like, can you imagine being that girl? You poor bitches have so many insecurity issues. You spend your whole lives feeling like you're not good enough. You know, like your boobs aren't big enough or like your butt's not and big enough. It's like, oh, but that guy's a better right? woman than me. Right? And then this dude with a fucking set of balls, but with, with, with fucking hairs hanging off his nuts longer than my fucking height. Right? This fucking guy shows up and he fucking makes a couple poses and he fucking puts out his fake chest and perks out his fake man ass and wit and beats you for beauty <laughs> in a beauty competition. And they're and they're talking about empowering women and how we have to put women on a pedestal and how women are equal to us. Equality of women is the fucking opposite of what we're doing right now. Yeah. It's insane. I love the guys that say that this whole, you know, gender swap thing is basically the rich man's way to buy the votes. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm kind of getting behind it. But when this show started a couple years ago, and I still believe this, you know, I, I really felt like the trans community was a group of people that were misunderstood. Like, you know, when the nineties, when my buddy Jesse, who was a good friend of mine, everybody was, you know, calling Jesse a faggot and wanted to beat him up. And I was like, yo, that's my buddy. You can't fucking say that. If he's gay, he's gay. Who gives a shit? And I go to bat. You know what I mean? I've been doing this for a long time. I can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? I, I think if I was... You, if you, I, you can to a point. No, but like, if, I, if I was in school now and I tried to do it, and, the, and everybody was like, no, I don't support you supporting him, I would understand their point. Whereas as a kid in the 90s, I didn't get it. I was like, you're just an ignorant asshole. Because all he wants is to be recognized as a person like everybody else. But that's not what they want anymore. Exactly. Because back then it was about equality. Exactly. And now it's about celebrating a specific group more than... So here's else. where the problem arises, Mark. How is a straight white guy, which is like the most hated of all of the people in the world right now, how do I support my gay buddies and my trans buddies? And my, you know, how do I support... People that are still in these 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 minority groups that I love, when their group on a national level is a bunch of sociopathic fucking communist pieces of shit. I mean, you got to say, don't be that guy. And be they aren't. Guy. And they aren't. That's the beauty of it is they aren't. But I feel bad. At yeah. this point, I feel bad because all this, you know, it's easy for us straight white guys to spew hate out of our mouths in that direction. But I forget that, you know, a year and a half ago, I loved these people. And I still do. I still do. Yeah. Nothing's changed in that respect. It's just the world platform that their leaders have decided to take a, a step up to and talk yeah. have made them all look bad. Yeah. And that's, you know, part of this whole we got to do this together. It's part of why I like that Tom McDonald song we were talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of cool the way it starts with that white people shit. <laughs> and then it works its way into a point where it's like black people shit. Kind of all the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? We kind of all, we have a lot more in common than we think. 
Yeah. What a beautiful song to kind of remind us of that, even though it's got a lot of controversial yeah. lines. So, Oliver Anthony. I love his music, and why is that weird? It's country, but not in the modern-day sense, because modern I country... I wish we could play. Don't we should play some of Because modern country sucks. Uh, maybe we'll play a little bit. I would like to, almost. <laughs> but... Uh, he has a classic country sound, a good country sound. He's got a nice voice. Yeah. I don't like country either. I'm going to be real. I fucking hate country. Like, hate it. Yeah. Like, I like Johnny Cash. I like real country. Cl- yeah, that's what I like I Johnny Cash. <laughs> I like, you know, Hank Williams, you know, his dad. You know, I like, I like country when it was outlaw shit. And I can even fuck with um, Wide Open Spaces by the Dixie Chicks. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can appreciate... You know, oh, so you got a fancy car. That don't impress me much. Like, I, I can fuck. <laughs> Country has a place, a good place. You know, Boy Named Sue and That Don't Impress Me Much. Those are iconic songs that changed the world at the time. So the, I get that Country has its place. But what I love about this guy is how much he says no yeah. and how pure it is. So, yeah, talk about him. So he made a song about how life is too damn expensive and the rich keep getting richer while creating more policies that keep everyone struggling. So leftist politicians and media sources thought, this guy's a right-wing plant. What? We have protesters on the shot pod, apparently. He's a fascist for sure. (laughs) And then at the Republican (laughs) debate, they played the song as if to represent the Republicans. And uh, and Anthony got pissed. He took to his social media channels, which right now are getting massive attention. No, they did not play that song at the Republican National Convention at the debate. Yeah. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. You're lying to me right now. No, I'm not. How stupid are they? This guy was offered a fucking $8 million record deal and he said no. Exactly. Why would they do that? Yeah. They would have been better off trying to get another fucking, like, uh, what was that? Uh, 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 Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, I'm Anthony, sorry, I'm just blown so away Anthony by that. took to social media and he said the song was about them. Yeah. Not, not All left, of them. Not left, not right. All of you. The rich. Yeah, your whole fucking group. It says rich men north of Richmond. If ever, if anybody in that fucking room makes less than a hundred grand and lives south of Richmond, Virginia, you don't count. Did anybody in that room count? No. That's what I thought. The people on the stage during that debate were rich politicians that set the policies and legislation that make life harder to afford. And that is probably the greatest thing we have in common. Left or right, we're all struggling, and there are people specifically causing division. I'm not a socialist, never will be. What Work for what you have. Earn what you want. Republicans in the U.S. Which is weird, though, because you and I have talked about how our love of the NDP. Yeah. We've talked a few times about how, uh, especially towards the end of democracy, which I believe was 2019, we voted for the NDP. Yeah. I personally have voted for the NDP in my constituency yeah. to counteract some conservative shit I didn't like and some liberal shit I didn't like. You know what I mean? Like, the NDP has its fucking place, and you and I are kind of big Jack Layton fans. You know? Yeah. It's insane that we have to come on this show and talk about how right-wing we are, because we're not. Yeah. At the end of the day, we both voted for the Orange Party, and we both like them, yeah. but we do not like what they've become. Exactly. So, the House of Congress is run by Republicans, and aside from rumors of impeachment, they haven't stopped sending Ukraine money. That's increasing tax dollars. They voted to suspend the debt ceiling. That's the cap of their debt, and they voted to suspend it until 2025 so they can keep printing money. China was probably totally down with this. Like, yeah, but keep doing that. That's a good idea. Print your money. <laughs> yeah. Print all your money. Here, take some paper. Print it. I'll give you the paper. 
But they're they not paying their debt. They're giving money away. They're purposely creating a worse situation, just like the Canadian government. Trudeau hasn't cared about the deficit at all. He keeps printing. Inflation goes it's up. Different though, Mark. There's only 35 million of us. Yeah. There's 400 million of them. When they start printing money for those people, it's on a level that we just can't comprehend. They are doing that here too, and you're right. But like, I'm trying. I need people that are listening to understand that we are a five percent population of the United States. Yeah, and we're about five hundred percent better looking. <laughs> and I've argued with people saying uh, that he helped the start the stock market. The stock market may be great, but when everything else is failing, the stock market will go with it. The stock market's also based on the American dollar, which they're propping up right now. Yeah. If you prop your dollar up, your market will look amazing. Yeah. Ask Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Brazil in the 90s how that went. That's why they're part of BRICS, because yeah. they know what happens when you pretend your money's worth something. It's not. <laughs> so right now, the housing crisis is way beyond its boiling point. We've talked about the mortgage rates increasing, and they're going up again. Pierre and announced again. that again, yeah. Yeah. Big Canadian announcement that if your mortgage was, I believe the number, I just want to throw these numbers out quick. Pierre said the average Canadian mortgage was fourteen or 1500 in 2016. It is now thirty five, and it will be 5000 average by the end of 2024. Yeah. My employer, the CEO, was talking about how the cost of the property doubled. That's everyone's issue. At your job? Yeah. Are you talking about where you are up there in Brooklyn? Yeah. That Alex property doubled? Yeah. He doesn't own the property? No. Well, I mean, we're, we're, he's basically paying off the mortgage. He right probably now. can't yeah. own the property. So Alex has talked about this multiple times. And when people struggle to pay their shit, they have to find savings. So guess what? We've been losing clients that can't afford to get their place professionally cleaned because those companies need to save money. Well, And, and me and Mark have talked about the paint plant that he used to fucking go, go clean yeah. that is just gone. And there's, because they've filed for Chapter 11, they're protected by the government and they don't have to pay any of the workers anything. Yeah. Not a goddamn thing. And now that affects my business because we have less work and a doubled mortgage. It's the, snow, yeah. it's the snowball. Pierre's been talking about this for years. Literally every single person that's not a socialist or liberal has talked uh, things starting to increase and they'll only get worse. But guess what? Time to put your fucking tinfoil hats on because the news that I read is that in the U.S. is that BlackRock is looking to own every single family home. Remember that WEF strategy? You'll, you'll own, own nothing. And be happy. Uh-huh. Yeah. How happy are you? Because we already own very little. Yeah. So Rain Wilson spoke up about this song and says, if I were to write this song following it uh, with attacking big company CEOs, and while that's not necessarily wrong, Rain's wrong about the song. Oliver Anthony talks about people being sick and stuck on welfare while our tax dollars are paying for this. And I, I'll be honest, that is a good line. I'll be real with you. If you're 300 pounds... And you're on welfare. I know these people. Yeah. Do you know these people? I know these people. Yeah. I know. I know these people. Yeah. I got all kinds of friends. I'm a musician. I have to go out to the bars and I have to bug everybody to come out. You think I don't know when the first of the month is? You think I don't know when your mother's allowance hits? <laughs> you think I don't message people specifically when these things are coming because I know you're milking it? Yeah. I know people that got curb while they were on ODSP, and then they went to welfare after that. Yeah. Because they were just like nobody's paying attention. <laughs> It ain't me, motherfucker, but I'm telling you, these people are out there. Yeah, but welfare doesn't give you enough money to buy healthy stuff. 
Oh, they God. W- they want you living off the system, so you rely on the government. And when you rely on the government, you'll vote for whatever program politicians pitch to help you and essentially keep the politicians in power that are keeping you down. It's a whole thing. <laughs> my, I'll be honest with you, man. How if Pierre, Let's say Pierre won. Yeah. My question to you, I mean, I know this is a little off topic. I want to let you finish the rant. Yeah. But when you're done, I want to talk about if he, if he manages to pull this off, how do you fucking save it? What the fuck do you even start with, Mark? Yeah. And th- keep in mind, you've got, he's not going to win a majority. You've got a minority conservative government where everything you do has to please these fucks on the other side, NDP and liberal, so that you don't lose it. That's that's where I'm at. I'm like, yeah. even if we fucking manage to pull this off, where are we? Yeah. But anyway, sorry, keep going. So instead of going after the working class, which, yes, CEOs of grocery chains still technically count as, because who pays for them to open another branch? Galen, we're coming for you. Who pays the employees? That company, and while compensation could be a little more, look at Costco as an example. They pay their employees well. The point of the song is to go after the ones keeping society running the way it does, and that's why it's as successful as it is. You rewrite it to attack the working class who don't like paying taxes so people can live on welfare. You don't have a successful song. Rain. (laughs) Yeah. Also, yeah, which is sad because he's like. He's my boy. Dude, it's. Minus this. (laughs) You know what? No, but I'm with you, Mark. It saddens me because like we love these people. Yeah. I love Eminem. I fucking love Marshall. Marshall has got me like Tom does. He's literally saved my life. Like literally there. In the darkest moments of childhood, in the darkest moments of adulthood, with with the relapse record, I wouldn't piss on Marshall to put out a fire after the stuff I've heard come out of his mouth because of this stuff. Like, keep your mouth shut. If you live in California, if you then shut the fuck up. Like honestly, I I I think that that needs to be a thing. Hashtag shut the fuck up, California. (laughs) Start it. Hashtag STFU Cali. That is a good hashtag. If you're from California, you're not allowed to talk. Shut up. We don't care. We don't care what you have to say. New York, Texas, Virginia. What do you guys got to say? California, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Drown in your blue fucking ink. Yeah. As long as you want. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. Everybody should like it. <laughs> Go on www.theshotpod.com and so tell us what were you, you going to say that like you're, you're like I'm going to let you finish your rant, but oh, well, I don't know now. <laughs> well, uh, what were we talking about? We're talking about uh, the working class. That song, okay, because there's there's some uh, there's some good interviews. There's some good interviews and some clips of him yeah. talking about what he wrote it about, and I understand why he shat on the Republicans the way he did for playing it, even though that that kind of seems like the party. You know what I mean? That they, they would flagship it. He's like, he's still like, nah, nah, motherfucker. And he's like that because he described his life and what he does for a living. And he talks to a lot of people. Yeah. He's an introverted guy like yourself. And you, he reminds me of you. I'll be real with you. If you lived in America, that's probably you, bud. I'm going to be honest with you. He's got a great voice. He's very talented. He showed up at what? Some mixer. You know, probably half in the fucking bag and cut those songs and he's blown up. That sounds like Mark to me, to be honest with you. It really fucking does. Yeah. If you were born in the States a little more hicky, a little more of a hick, you know what I mean? That's you. Yeah. You've got that voice. You've got that talent. You've got that ability to just take what you're feeling and thinking. You've talked about, you know, you're struggling with, you know, getting, you know, custody of being able to see the kids. And you've talked about your struggles, 
you know, with friends that have fucked you around and with the, your, your dad who passed when you were young and you write about all of it and yeah. you do it very well and translate it in. There's a man who does it too. Yeah. There's a kindred spirit. You know what I mean? All he did was take that mark thing and just show it to the world. That's all he did. That's all he fucking did was just be himself. You know what I mean? And look, and it's 31 million in yeah. 14 days. And it's more than that now. And then $8 million they offered him. And he said, no, this is a sign. When do people turn down $8 million? You fucking tell me another generation, another time, another fucking moment in the history of this country when a man was offered $8 million from a corporation that's supposed to be government-funded and protected and all that shit. The reason you sign with these people in the first place is because you don't have to deal with all that shit. You're yeah. trusting them. I trust you yeah. with my talent. And he's like, nah. He's probably one of the most talented men alive right now. But think of this. 31 million views. How much money did he make off of? Probably very little. No, no, no. No, no, no. His, his, his... What do you think he made? Uh, monetization based on that? Eight million. He make eight million. I wouldn't. Have that's said. what I figured out. My calculation based on his views is eight million, and that's not enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> he make about eight to ten after streaming and everything gets bought. Yeah. Be but it, look how big it had to get for that. Yeah. Eight million dollars is a joke, Mark. What do you think Lip Biscuit made off chocolate starfish? What do you think Guns N' Roses made off Appetite for Destruction? I'll fucking keep going if you want. Yeah. This is a joke. He's proving that we don't need a music industry. You can sit at home, put it on YouTube, and make the same money. Because $8 million is a joke to me. But it's exactly what he would have got if he signed the deal. Yeah. Uh, but if he had signed the deal, he also would have had somebody saying, this is what you can't say. Exactly. And he's not. That's And now that's we've come full circle. Yeah. Nobody wants to be involved with the machine. Yeah. That's a bad bro. It's over. So you got guys that are that... Po so what do you think they're going to do with him? They're either going to kill him. They're either going to change the YouTube regulations. They're going to change things. I'm guaranteeing oh, yeah. you, things will change. Because that man saying fuck you to everybody and putting his song that good out. And other songs, too. He's got other songs that are just as good and powerful. And the fact he's as popular as he is, and that he's like, no, 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 to anybody. You and won't see... You will not see this again, Mark. And at the beginning of one of his live performances, he went up and was was reading some of the, the moral verses out of the Bible. Yeah, he's very biblical. Very biblical. And we all know how that goes. Look at Chris... Uh, come on, help me. Chris... Guardians. <laughs> Guardians. Chris Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. You know what I mean? He's another guy who talks about the book... And uh, how quickly did all the I don't see oh, Chris yeah. I don't yeah. see Chris in my feet at all anymore. He disappeared <laughs> like that, you know, like that. So based on my last rant, it almost makes it seem like they're trying to make our economies implode, so someone else will come in and save us by buying up all of our assets that we can keep using until we disobey them. I mean, hey, in Canada, if you're struggling from depression because your debt rather than help you the right way, they'll offer you an assisted death. They don't give a fuck. No fucks to give. A wise man once said, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Do you know who said that? Donald Trump. No. Joker. Heath Ledger. Oh. <laughs> Is that his line? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's not an original like, movie. Well, if, if, if Batman's so easy to kill, why didn't you do it? If you're good at something, never do it for free. I like that. Yeah. No, I just, I, I didn't realize that. Oh, I just love it's, it. It's, He's so good. Yeah, but anyway, it's the basis of capitalism. Now, we've yeah. discussed the true nature of capitalism and 
but we've also discussed what it's become. And frankly, I'm sick of the amount of corrupt people. Is I, it capitalism anymore, though? Yeah. Is the person with the best... Hang on. Capitalism, by definition, means the person with the best product, the best marketing, and the smartest strategy will win. Cap that's what capitalism in its in its purest form means that anybody can start a business, anybody can sell a product, anybody can do anything and you will succeed because you do it better than the, the other. The official definition of capitalism is an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit. That's it. Okay. So if you have a, a good or a That's service. a separation of state and economy. Uh-huh. Do you think we have that right now? No. Does anyone out there think we have that right now? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you know, I don't think the Little Mermaid would have been black if we had that right now. I'll be real with you. I, I, I don't think that we would have, like, 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 Dial of Destiny would have bombed to the tune of $400 million if we had that right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think that we would be looking into an election fraud from three years ago? Two years? Three years ago. There's another election coming in, what, nine to ten months? Yeah. And they're still looking into fraud from the one from four years ago. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so That's not capitalism. So at what point does the corruption stop and the victimizing slash extortion comes into play? Because some corrupt individual out there has paid someone to take someone's kids. And I mean, the wildfires of Maui happened, and the majority of people missing are children. Over 850 of them. How? This whole story has a flow of corruption leading to the deep state and intelligence agencies. And who's the biggest enemy to the intelligence agencies currently? Trump. I was going to say social media, but yeah. Trump. So you see why he's been arrested and why they're trying to make sure he can't come into power again via this 14th Amendment stuff that they're pushing. So he was, I don't know if anybody saw the Tucker, the Tucker Carlson interview and his mugshot. I don't think, I don't think you guys get it. Uh, there's only a few minutes left in the show, but I definitely want to talk about this. Yeah. Do you people who are out there realize that you're witnessing history? What do you mean, you people? I mean anybody, anybody who's alive right now. Like this is some this is nine eleven, this is Kennedy getting shot, this is Desert Storm, this is the World Trade Center basement blowing up in the nineties. This is big. This is black. <laughs> you, see, you see that there was a meme out there, and it's the Spider Man pointing at Spider Man, and it's like a Democrat wearing the mugshot of Trump because yeah. we finally got him. But it's and then there's a Republican wearing the mugshot <laughs> of Trump, like ha. Never surrender. Like, Wait a <laughs> so the Trump thing is a is 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 a big deal because yeah. the like I, I said earlier in the show, the level of hate for this man is unprecedented. People yeah. hate this man on the same level that they hate Hitler. But for what But is he Hitler? No. Not even close. What is he? He is an anomaly. No, he is smarter than you. He has more money than you. And he is willing to stand up against all the people that you will let chain you up. Yeah. And that's why you hate him. Is he a bit of a sexist bigot? Yeah. Yeah, he likes to grab him by the pussy. Do I think he hates all the N-words? No. No. I don't. I don't think he has it. Do I? No, but do I think he hates immigrants? People who've immigrated 
to this country under the pretext of working illegally or being illegal in one way or another, whether they're part of the criminal activity, whether they're, you know what I mean? Like, in that, that they come, they've come here. Do, do I think he hates them? Yeah. He hates criminals. I think he hates, no, I think he hates immigrant criminals. Yeah, he hates immigrant criminals because they- He doesn't have a problem with criminals here. We have a penal system for them. It'll reform you. It'll send you to college. And when you come out of that penal system, you'll be a fucking working member of society. That's the West. But, That's how we work. But he has no problem with immigrants. There's no problem with bringing people in if they're the best. He wants doctors. He wants lawyers. And look what happens when you don't bring them in. In the 90s, Canada was nothing but John Chrétien and, and, and uh, Paul Martin and, and all that shit bringing in people that we're making this country what it is. And I believe that was the case in the States. But he's not... Is he wrong when he says they're not sending their best... The no. f- when, when Tucker Carlson, and I, I, I'll be honest, he gave him the easiest question. The reason I don't like that interview and the reason I want to shit on that, that, that whole thing is because he didn't ask him one question that was difficult. He was a bitch. I really like Tucker. I've lost a lot of respect for Tucker oh, after yeah. that interview. I have, have I lost any respect for Trump? No, not at all. Because he answered the questions honestly and he answered them like he does. He, he's, he's a goddamn movie star. He's a fucking rock star. Anybody who thinks, that's why they hate him. I don't like him either. I actually empathize with liberals because I don't really like Trump either. I think he's cocky and chauvinistic and probably thinks his shit doesn't stink even though it does. But I'm on his side. I will, I will fucking rally behind that man because if someone's going to lead the Western world, I want it to be a guy who's not afraid of Putin, who's buddies with him, who knows how to grab a pussy, <laughs> who's not afraid to tell Iran when they blow up our drones, it's okay, you're not worth my time. That's who I want as my president. I do not want a man that is embezzling $200 million to the Ukraine. I do not want a man that even Trump himself was laughing about how he doesn't know where he is or what he's saying. Trump like makes a... Yeah. Trump is a comedian. People who think that Trump is a politician, you are wrong. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Trump is not a politician. No, he's a businessman, comedian. He, he's, a, he's more than that. I believe he's an icon. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I believe, Does that mean he's a good one? No. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean he's a good one. But is he on the same level that fucking Kennedy or Washington was on? Yeah. He fucking is. He's on the verge of being put in prison, and he's still is owning the country in the preliminaries. So the argument <clears throat> that a lot of that a lot of people are saying about Trump, oh yeah, well Trump's not going to do anything because if he gets in power, when he got in power, he said he was going to have Hillary a- arrested but didn't. Yep. He said he was going to do this but didn't. He said he's going to He got into power, he worked on whatever policies he could, yep. and the rest of the time he was trying to to defend himself and dispel all the fake news against him while he was going through trial after trial, while his administration... The fact that he managed to accomplish what he managed to accomplish while they were out for blood at the level that they were out for... Honestly, and I think Ben Shapiro said this best, because Ben doesn't... Ben is like me, right? I love Ben. As much as I dislike the Jewish community overall, like I, not that I dislike them, it's just that I think that they they like to play a certain card, and I get annoyed with that. You know what I mean? But I love Ben. 
Because Ben doesn't do that. He doesn't do it at all. And what the thing, his rant on the Barbie movie and what it means for America, and his rant on a lot of things I think is important. But I remember watching this um, Tucker Carlson and Trump and thinking to myself, there's no difficult questions here. And then he said that. Ben said flat out there's no difficult questions. But you know what he did do? Did you hear about him talking about the Panama Canal? No. Okay. Okay. So you didn't see it like I did. I'll give you a little bit of a, a, a bit of a. Trump took the opportunity to do a, an interview with Tucker Carlson and think to myself, how am I going to compete with the Republican de uh, debate? You know what I mean? What can I say to give them a reason to press pause on that and come see me? And he talked about a lot of shit that you're not supposed to talk about. He talked about how the Americans sold the Panama Canal and the amount of money that comes out of that. He talked about Brazil and the amount of money that comes out of the deals that Democrats have made with that. He talks about Korea and how he was trying to undo a lot of the shit that Clinton and Bush had done and didn't manage to get far enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. He gets into some shit that you're not supposed to say. He just talks about shit that you just don't say. You just don't talk about it. Yeah. Did he talk about Stormy Daniels and all that? Nah. Didn't talk about none of that garbage because nobody gives a fuck. I don't care. If he went and fucked a porn star, like, ah, at this point, he's still the best man to lead us. <laughs> Give him his porn stars and leave him alone. <laughs> Honest to God. If Biden wanted a porn star, you dumb liberal cunts would give it to him. I know you would. Oh, yeah. They totally would be like, I'll just give it to him. He's so great. He loves the green. He loves electric. He doesn't have much time left. Just give him. Give him what he wants. Right? You know what I mean? So I just, I love, I don't love Donald Trump, but I love the hate he gets. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's It's interesting because it creates espionage conversations between people because mm. then you're like no but what's really going on no but what's really going on? do you remember on? how i was saying a few weeks ago how we shouldn't hate justin trudeau yeah. yeah because i'm convinced at this point with the way the world is and i mean people call me insane for this this is an insane conspiracy this is this is the level of shit when people are like alex you're nuts i believe that this divorce with his wife is a bargain I think that Justin is bargaining with people with more power and money that might not even be from the same place he's from. That might yeah. th 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 These people could be on a level that we don't understand. And I think that by getting his wife to divorce him and getting that, I think this is all part of Justin's plan. He needs to it separate them from him. From some, him. Something that might coincide with, with your idea on that. So he just held a, a private dinner where it was $1,000 a plate. He was hoping for a lot. I was there. He was hoping for a large turnout. There was 100 people max that showed up. So it wasn't a big turnout. That's 10 grand. Yeah. Right? Or is that more than that? My, is my math bad? That, how much a plate? That, no, yeah. It's, it's $1,000 a plate, 100 people, that's 100 grand. Yeah. Okay. 100 people. Yeah. 100 grand, yeah. But that's still not a lot. No, 100 grand's nothing yeah. these days. 100 grand's not even a house. He brought his daughter there with him up on stage making a public appearance. And, he's, and he publicly said that he just wanted to show his daughter that some people still like him because in the news and everything, nobody likes him. Right. And it kind of makes me it think... humanizes him, doesn't it? it yeah. It Do you have a little empathy for that man? It kind of makes me think that... I'm right. ...that somebody has th made... He loves his daughter. ...has made a threat towards his kid, so he brings his kid into the public eye. Did somebody say... How old's the kid, you know? No, I don't know. Okay, let's let's just make a number up, okay? This isn't true, but let's just say she's 16. 
Okay. Does that sound accurate? He looks like he could have a 16-year-old. Somebody sits down with Trudeau and, and, and says, are you pushing Are you pushing all of our stuff? Are you doing everything you're supposed to do? You know what I mean? Are you being a good boy? And Justin says, yeah, yeah, I'm being a good boy. I'm doing everything you're supposed to do. He's, a, he's got a 14-year-old daughter. 14. I'm also that far off. 14, that's a delicate age, bro. I want you to, you have a 13-year-old girl, don't you? 14. You guys have a 14-year-old. I'm going to picture this, okay? I want you to seriously picture this. And anybody who's listening, I want you to also picture this, okay? Because this is, this is, this is fucked up shit. <coughs> you're at work or you're at work you're in on this too okay yep. and you get pulled in the office and you get pulled in the office and they say to you they start they the casual conversation how's Taya doing how's things going at home and you're like things are good you started high school and then they say to you listen Mark you're gonna go and you're gonna double what it costs for our company to clean everywhere you go. If it's a grand, it's two. If it's two, it's four. If it's 15, it's 3,000. And if you don't do that, I know where your daughter goes to school. I know where she hangs out. And you better fucking watch yourself. Just picture that for two seconds. Just close. I know, shot pod's a fun time. (laughs) But it's not, this isn't a fun time. You're in the room right now and this guy just said that and you're like, Holy fuck, I'm a 40-year-old man, and this man just threatened my kid. See, I would take a pen and write in the phone. See, me and, me and Tamara, me and Tamara fuck the same. We fuck she's the going, same. She's going, she's going straight up Joe Pesci. No, you want serious. the pen? Oh, you yeah? want the fucking pen? You say, yeah. you, you say yeah, I, I agree. Can I just write that down? <laughs> no, I'm with her. But at that point, his security team comes in, and you're in prison for the rest of your life, and you never see Tia again, right? So, But you know what I'm saying? What do you do? I don't. You probably say, oh, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll keep doing it. You know what I mean? That's where I feel like Justin's at. I, I can't hate this man. I can't hate him the way everybody's hating him. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I don't think a human being is capable of being hated as much as he is without somebody holding a fucking gun to his 14-year-old girl's head and saying, you will do what I say or I will hurt your family. I don't believe it, Mark. I don't believe it. Maybe that is the case. Maybe. Maybe something so bizarre because we've talked about the idea of like... Well, I mean, I mean we, we talked about the fact that while uh, Trump was running things, McCarthy of uh, the, the Republicans was setting up judge after judge after judge, conservative judge, and all those judges turned their back on Trump. So, well, why? Well, why? Probably for the same reason. You know, it's... it's and I mean, you got to think about, like I said, Canada has... 36 million people or something like that, 40 million people, under 40 million. And the States is hundreds and hundreds of millions of people, like 400 million people. Yeah. So we're small beans, but we're not small beans because we're really close to the States. And economically, when it comes to Mexico and Europe, we're very important. We talked about, uh, on a much earlier episode, we talked about the Florida Senator, Matt Gates, okay. was was blackmailed. Uh, to not run again, right? Was was blackmailed to to try and quit. Otherwise, there was uh, a framing of his father. Yeah, that, that was going to come to light. How do and, we how do we know this isn't this, the case up here? Yeah, we don't. All you people out there that hate Justin and hate Singh and hate the NDP, 
I need you to sit back and I need you to really think about what we're, what we're saying right now because I, I'm getting into this point. We've been at this podcast for years. I've hated Justin for, for too long. <laughs> I'm tired of hating him. I'm tired of it. I don't hate him anymore. Why don't I, you just I feel change, change that hate to a dislike. I just I feel now no now I feel like that's got to be it. I don't think a drama teacher. I I truly think Justin probably loves this country. Well, I, think, I, mean, I, I do, man. I'm sorry. No, I uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm seeing I'm, a look in his eyes. He's got no fucking wife. He's bringing his daughter. Like, hey, hey, honey, can I bring the 14 year old to this thing? Yeah, I might keep her alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel for him. But I just think in terms of him being a drama teacher, how bad he fucked that up, it's kind of the same thing as him leading the country and how bad he fucked that up, following in his if daddy's you get it, If you want to get into that and you're convinced that Justin is like this communist plant guy that's got like a, a vendetta, that's cool. If, if you want to believe that, if you think that Justin is Palpatine, power to you but i'm gonna tell you right now okay the rothschilds and the rockefellers are the palpatines of the world they're they're okay they're justin only, they're only two of like many families just if you're into star wars justin is the dooku of this world <laughs> you know what i mean you know what yeah. i mean he was very he's like kill him he looked over like but you and i are on the same side <laughs> over yeah done and nobody knew the difference Justin's a Justin's a Dooku, or I'm um, trying to. What else? Come on, help me with another franchise. <laughs> give me, give me anything. Who was who was made to feel like they were a big part of the master plan and then betrayed at the last minute? Come on, he's Smeagol. He's a Smeagol. <laughs> That's what Justin is. My gosh. He's he's Loki to Thanos. He's Loki to Thanos. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like work. Give me more. Give me more. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's a part of me that I I'm a human being. And, and, and I don't have kids and all that shit, but I know you guys do, and we all experience love, and we all experience hate and empathy and all that. I think we're past right and left. I don't think a human being is capable of, like, he knows your mortgage is going to be five grand. He knows that. You think that this man doesn't know that there are people on the streets? That this country's getting to the point where no one can afford to eat? You know what I mean? You go to fucking Giant Tiger, and you spend $40, and you leave with four items. He knows. He knows, man. Well, very well. Not okay. So very early in the second term, uh, when people were asking him who the middle class are, all he could answer was, "The middle class knows who the middle class are." I'm not he saying. Know. I'm not saying he's not stupid. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't say that. I'm just saying. I'd love to make a movie and call it Justin. <laughs> and here's how the movie would go, okay? <laughs> but you got to start out with just go on with your plot. All right, my name is Justin. I'm Fidel Castro's kid, but I don't know it. I was told when I was four years old that it has to be a secret that I keep from you. I'm going to run Canada in the future, but nobody knows. We're going to be a part of a new world order. It's so fucking old. We're going to plan this shit for 30 fucking years. Oh, yeah, you don't see it coming. Then 2020 comes... And we'd be bumping, I'm gonna steal the election Fuck your healthcare, ruin this country and destroy the militia If you wanna vote against me, I'm gonna kill you I'm coming for you, get ya I'm gonna get ya, I'm gonna get ya That's our freestyle Oh, thank you guys No, but like, J Justin I truly believe 
that back in 2016, he might have had the best intentions. He might have actually thought that this was going to work out because I didn't know then. I'm going to be honest with you right fucking now. I didn't vote for Justin in 16, but I did vote NDP. You know what I mean? I was that anti-conservative then. Yeah. So for all the people that are going to take clips of Shot Pot and be like, they're crazy right-wing assholes. I want you to take this clip. I voted NDP in 2016. You? Same? That's fucking right we did. Because we want... Why did you... Do you mind me if you ask why? If I ask why? What's your opinion of... What's your reasoning? If I was to say to you, why did you do that? Even though it's none of my business that you did it. But we've offered that. Well, Harper sold us to China. Bam. All right. So you were mad at Harper. You were mad at the conservatives for what they'd done. And he wanted to destroy EI. And as a man who gets injured frequently, I right? EI. <laughs> I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah. Still hurts every fucking day. He's talking about his elbow. So, yeah, you can't see it. But I pulled up my elbow, which I didn't hurt it at work. So I basically went bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> um. I voted NDP because if you know how politics works, it's the opposition. In the States, if you don't like who's in power, all you can do is vote for the other guy. Yeah. In a Canada, if you don't like who's in power, you can vote for the third guy, especially if his policies align with you. And his job is that when the main guys, liberal or conservative, win, they will win a minority so that your party can keep them in line, keep them in check as they're trying to pass laws. Yeah. The problem with that process comes when the liberals win and then they form coalition. <laughs> coalition is a bad word. Yes. It's not a good word. And if the, and people are like, oh, you're just saying that. If you were a conservative and the NDPs wanted to have a coalition with the conservatives, you'd be all about it. No, I wouldn't. In fact, that happened for a little while with Jack Layton. Layton and the conservatives were very, very, very comfy with each other. Yeah. And I didn't like it at all. It actually affected the way the NDPs voted and the way that they made policies. The NDP are socialists, and I wanted them to stay that way. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean they should run the country. Bob Ray is a perfect example of why that's a bad idea. But opposition is a good idea, because this is otherwise you get what, what's happening in the states. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're going to get all. You're going to get to the point where the company, the, the the party with more money, is just going to buy the votes. Yeah. They're going to make it happen. So the last thing I want to talk about before we finish this episode. Oh, my God. We're so late. This is a yeah. late episode. Yep. What's Trump going to do in 2024 to make sure that he doesn't lose illegally again? That's my question to you. What the fuck can Donald do with all his power and money so that we can have a real election next year? I don't know if Trump's... I think it's out of Trump's hands. He has no power too. to do anything right now. I agree. We'll have to see. Tucker wants to interview Putin, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> oh, it'd be so cool if Putin pulled out a gun and like shot him right there. He's no. just like... Yeah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> but it'd be cool, though. He's just like, this is how I declare war on America. <laughs> you know what I mean? All the people that were, grew up in the 80s like us with the Cold War were like, it happened! I knew it! He's like, we forgot to mention I have 18 silos in hidden parts of Russia. We're going to blow you up unless you become part of our regime. Oopsie daisy, forgot to tell. Hello, welcome to, Ke welcome to Russia. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening. As usual, we always uh, talk about the platforms that we're on, but I do have to say that Stitcher has emailed me saying that Stitcher will be no more app or website. So Stitch, what a bunch of losers. You can yeah. still find us on Amazon Music Podcasts. Spotify. Um, I, iTunes? 
Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts and iTunes is like the same thing. <laughs> iHeartRadio. YouTube.com slash at, at the shot pod with a zero in shot. There's always a zero in shot. And www.theshotpod.com. With a zero in shot, once again, next week, 91.